probably turn out to be pretty good. Um, I have a, a real good reason to um, to talk about Schaefer Auto Body, and that's Uh-oh. what I have to do first. No, no, not oh. that kind of reason. Okay. Uh, I'm driving somebody else's car today, and one of the things you think about when you do that is, what if something happens? And it's a dealer car, and mm-hmm. uh, it's a, a new bold car. And I always think, what if I got in a wreck? You know, you, I know that, you know, if you called them and said, hey, there's a tow truck out. But how embarrassing. And so then you think, what if I just get it fixed? I wonder if they'd know it. Mm-hmm. And the only place I can think of that would be able to put it back where they wouldn't know it would be Schaefer. Do you have to stall with them, though, if they call and say, hey, oh, where's yeah. the uh, Oh, yeah. I'm good at that, that though. Oh, yeah, he does that anyway. I know that, yeah. Because yeah. I keep them longer than I'm supposed to anyway. So <laughs> right. I, I, they just say, hey, you're coming back Wednesday, aren't you? And I, you know what? How about Friday? Those days are all packed up. How about Friday? I think I might have something. You don't want to catch it. How about Friday? And then by then, the Schaefer... Oh, it'll be... Oh, yeah. Even a brand spanking new vehicle. And and that's that's the kind of place this is, folks. Schaefer Auto Body Centers. Five locations. They're AM and the PM just like you. And um, what's a brand new car or 20 years old? No matter what color, no matter what style. Foreign, domestic, old, new, faded, shiny... They'll do it, and you won't even know they did it. Schaefer Auto Body Centers. Please don't forget the C-S-C-H-A-E-F-E-R. All right. Dan Strauss said he had a question today. Yeah. You walk in here and you said, hey, I've got a question. Oh, and I have two comments. I do. I have a question. When did President's Day get to be such a big, huge holiday? It's not a big holiday. In fact, I don't know the point of it. I, I don't understand because now... It's like more people are off work today than I know. All the stores have President's Day sales. All the stores have big President's Day sales. The schools are off. Alyssa's off school. And the daycares are all closed. Now, that's weird. It's an excuse to add a holiday. Because if you ask most people what it is we're actually recognizing, they couldn't tell you. Do you know who it is? What president or presidents? Who is it? um, Yeah, it's... um, um, uh, Washington and, and Lincoln. Most people don't know that. And the reason they did it is both their birthdays are in February. February. Here's my question. Why those two? Yeah. Why do we have President's Day for those two? Well, and I guess to honor all of them. It's kind well, of cheap to yeah. everybody else. <laughs> and they're two of the best. There's nothing wrong with honor, I don't think so. honoring the greatest presidents we ever had. When, uh, you know, it's better than, well, I won't mention. I remember when I was in elementary school, we got off for... Lincoln's birthday. I remember that. Oh, in Illinois, they absolutely do. And they still do yeah. in Illinois. Which is the 12th. Right. Yeah, they get off. But I know some companies trade out, they'll pick either uh, President's Day or Martin Luther King Day. Because when that holiday came about, that added in another holiday, and some companies didn't want to do that. Yeah, the only reason I don't like it is because we're not off. If we were off, I'd love it. That would make more sense. Oh, I think this is the greatest holiday, yeah. and, and we yeah. should have this holiday. But since we have to work, I think yeah. it's stupid. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. 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 If, if we don't get any benefits, then we think it's stupid. Was that your question? 
Yeah, that was it. It's just weird. It's just in the past couple of years, all of a sudden, now the daycares are closed. Well, now that is odd, Dan, because when Amy, who's now 14, was Alyssa's age, mm-hmm. her daycare was open. I think it is today, but that's very odd because there's a definite need Amy today. Amy still goes to daycare? <laughs> I didn't say that. Uh. If, if the schools are closed, uh. the kids need a place to go if yeah. your parents are working. Well, there's a lot of the daycares that are wow. closed, and a lot of schools are closed, and it's a mess. Hmm. What? Did families do before daycare? Well, they didn't need it because women didn't work. Yeah. It only was... Well, I mean... (laughs) Come on! Come on, that's the old way of thinking. It was only only created when women decided they had to go to work. Somebody had to take care of the kids. And, 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 you know, that's a good question, though, because back, you know, years ago, when a few women did work and there was no daycare, you know, the... Aunt so and so or grandma or somebody mm-hmm. had to keep them. Uh, but when did it change? What a, what the seventies. I would I would say seventies and eighties. Eighties especially. Wow, and what a huge opportunity for the the creation of a whole new business. Oh the man. Daycare business. Yeah. Kinder care. Yeah. Franchise chains. Yep. Unbelievable. Um, what was it? Did you? I had two things I wanted to say. You sure do have two things. Oh, okay. oh, man. I don't think One is, right I watched a so-so kind of made-for-TV movie last night, Stone Cold. But I'm going to tell you what. I even brought his picture in. There is nobody better looking at his age than Tom Selleck. Oh, no, my I agree. God. He I is agree. a fine yeah. specimen. Yeah. I think I'll I just look I at that. Like oh. And he's about your age, isn't he? Uh, or a little I think older? he's a year older than me, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> <laughs> he's an exception. He, oh my goodness, he's just fine. Yeah. Anyway, I can't wait to find him. Anyway, that, that's what <laughs> I tell my wife every time. My time. wife, she's a good-looking guy. So, oh, he's good-looking. I say, well, he's gay. You don't know yeah. it yet. He'll it'll eventually he likes come out. Men. Yeah, he'll he'll, he'll <laughs> come out. He's gay. Hey, all the women guys like George Michael broke their hearts. Oh, yeah. you know, he was oh, the studly yeah. guy in the motorcycle jacket, and suddenly he <laughs> gets caught in a restroom. Oh, oh, man. Man. <laughs> Hey, to this day, to this day, still the all-time heartbreaker, Rock Hudson. Oh, nobody, will ever, yeah. nobody will ever surpass yeah. that guy yeah. as the the most stunning yeah. revelation of the world when it comes mm-hmm. to, 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 to determining and, and finding out who's gay. Well, yeah. that's true. And so now, even if Tom Selleck would come forward and say, I'm gay, I, I, I don't it care would, now. It, would, it wouldn't shock me because the Rock Hudson thing did it. Any Anything yeah. else is believable now after that. I've watched a couple of old Rock Hudson movies just for the sole purpose of watching it thinking, right. I wonder if I yeah. can detect any gayness <laughs> in this guy. Out a dude. The guy does what? not have one trait. Of, of being gay. I mean, he's not effeminate. He, he's like a, he yeah. and Cary Grant oh. were just a, the sophisticated, debonair, suave, macho. You look at it now knowing, and you still can't tell. Yeah, when I was a kid up to a teenager, I thought James Dean was just about the toughest, coolest guy bisexual. in the world. Yeah, bisexual. Unbelievable. Oh. He was? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If you'd read, you'd know that. No, I no. read a lot, but I don't no, read don't. that. Yeah. Karen, Shut up, Joe! Right. I think Joe gets so much time on the show. I don't know. You didn't know about the James Dean. I didn't know that. that. The only Karen. Ian, you didn't know well, you're, well, you're 15 yeah. years old. <laughs> oh, you know. All right, here's my other comment. All right. And this is about uh, uh, something that was in the paper over the weekend. And it, this involves Greyhound Bus. But this could be any company, and I just think it's kind of, or maybe it's just me, but I just think it's kind of cheesy when a company will come in and they'll say, okay, well, we're going we're gonna to close this. In this case, it had to do with different little bus stops uh, along uh, uh, Highway 44, Interstate 44. 
But they take everything, but they leave the thing that is the most problematic for anybody, and that's the removal of their sign. They just leave it. And I don't care if it's a gas station or, in this case, trailways or Greyhound bus. Take or your sign down. Take your sign. You know, they just walk away from it. They leave people without uh, service or jobs, and, but they have the nerve to leave their crap hanging there. That around. explains that guy I saw waiting 18 days for the bus. Well, and they know what? And then they did it down there in Cuba, Missouri, I saw in this, in this article. So I, I think that's wrong. Man, I haven't been on a bus since I was a kid. And I, I remember thinking it was great. I mean, big old seats oh. and and see the country. Yep. And except for these, like, these. sometimes we go on these uh, trips, these tours to, you know, Jamaica and stuff like that. You get on buses, but actually taking, like, a Greyhound bus ride yeah. in the early 70s would be the last And I know this is probably not right to say this, but everybody thinks it. I've seen the bus stations, most of them across America, and uh, in this day and age, it's kind of a scary place. Mm -hmm. And you look at the people getting on off the bus, you think, man, I don't want to get on there. The bus crowd, people that take the bus. Because uh, back in the day, it was most people, because uh, air travel wasn't that uh, prevalent, and it was Mm -hmm. way too expensive, and a lot of people... Man, we used to put my grandmother on a Continental's Trailway Mm -hmm. or Greyhound bus, and her little town and say, okay, we'll pick you up at 3 o'clock at the bus station, and that's how people travel. And now you wouldn't put your grandmother on a bus, and I don't want to hear from the bus people going, oh, you implied that, you know, our travel isn't safe. No, I didn't. I'm sure it's safe. It's just that there is a stigma uh, attached to the bus station. You know what? The actual actual bus ride and the bus driver and the restroom on it and, and the other people riding on it are okay. It's the stops, you know, when you stop in downtown Evansville, Indiana, and they say, okay, we're going to be here for an hour, and you go into the Evansville downtown deep in the bowels of Evansville, Indiana, or some town, put it, you know, name a town. But I understand, I mean, according to this article, and this was in the Post, Greyhound lost $140 million in 2002 and 2003. That's not too bad. Yeah. No. But you know what they take away? are the little bitty stops like Carthage and mm-hmm. Cuba and mm-hmm. Sullivan, and they're not right off the interstate. They're really like on the old road, like 66 right. or Highway 40 or wherever. And you can understand how it's not making money, but that just, those people have now no transportation. Those are the people who need the bus. The fixed bus income who have yeah. used the bus all these years and are maybe in their 60s or 70s. And don't have a way to get around now. Yeah, I don't know who drives those buses, but to me, whoever that is up there ought to have similar training to an airline captain. I mean, you've got a big, huge thing on the highway with a bunch of people on it and their kids or whatever. Man, it shouldn't be just anybody driving. No, and I think you should have a bulletproof booth like they have in all late-night gas stations. You know, all you do is have a little slot to hand your money through or something like that. You shouldn't be able to be hijacked. Yeah. But what about the security on a bus compared to the airlines or even Amtrak now? Is there any? I don't think so. It doesn't matter. We're not going to be on there. No. I don't think we're going on bus trips anytime soon. I I say we do. All right. You work on that. Send us a postcard. <laughs> um, I'll tell you, I, I saw, and if anybody out there can um, shed any light on this guy's personality from personal experience, would you call us? Because I've always been very interested in him. I think he's a real odd guy. 
and we've talked about it before, Larry Rice. Uh, I, I notice where Larry Rice's wife has asked for divorce. Now, whoa, it really? also says in there, too, that, um, that he's, uh, he's seeing a counselor. Wait a minute. Isn't this the guy who on TV is the counselor? Isn't he? When a guy like that has to go see a counselor... You don't. It's like a doctor going to a doctor. You know it, 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 it. It's probably necessary, but it just. You feel like, well, why don't you just uh, take prescribe the medicine for yourself? Larry Rice is somebody that I would like to to get the real inside lowdown on, because and I'm not going to condemn him or criticize him. I'm just telling you, he's very strange to me. And you ever watch that TV station? It's like they went and grabbed everybody they could out of the gutter and brought them in a room. And they're preaching to them, and they get up and they they talk and they sing, and it's 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 programming that if you're honest, if you're really honest and not a hypocrite, you'll admit that on many occasions you laugh out loud at it. Uh, I do, because they have people. It's almost like they are exploiting and humiliating people by putting them on TV. Mm-hmm. And I know you can counter that by saying this guy does a lot of good. I'm sure he does. Blankets in the winter and all that. But I'd like to know the real lowdown on this guy. He he just there's something about him that is very odd to me. Very strange. It's the 1970s, the retro suits that he wears too. Well, he wears I, and I know why clothing. he does that. He wears Goodwill clothes so that he won't be you know put in the same basket with uh, what's her name Joyce Meyer, who's the other extreme. Mercedes Benzes, diamonds, big houses. He he's the opposite. I'm I'm in poverty to work for the Lord, that kind of thing. But but I, I doubt that we have anybody listening who's ever been in the shelter. But if you've worked near or around or you know anything, I'd love to know more about how that works. Uh, I've heard I've heard some things that I won't repeat because I can't substantiate them. They weren't very flattering, and they were, in essence, uh, what they said was that he kind of used those people and, and enslaved them to some degree and, uh-huh. and made them work there and clean and. And in return, they get. Uh, but I don't. You don't know anything about it. I just. I thought it was odd when you see a guy who's that appears to be that compassionate and that connected to God and that understanding of, of human nature that his wife dumps him. Um, maybe maybe he's he's so dedicated that he ignored and. Uh, yeah, he could be very consumed by this that project. He's been working on trying to get a shelter yeah. for the homeless down in the city. And maybe and he neglected his maybe. home life or whatever. So if you know anything about Larry Rice, and Larry, if you're listening, and I doubt it, you're more than welcome to call and tell us a little more. Did we have him on? We had time? him on, yeah. And I don't remember why. I, I think it was just to ask him some questions. Just, yeah, it was it just to ask him some questions. Or it may have been a specific project like uh, the... the uh, Air conditioner? There or something down at uh, City Hall downtown or something. And uh, there was he, was very, he was very nice. He was, and I said at the time, the guy does a lot of good things. And, and if he's legit, then more power to him and God bless him because anybody that unselfish who just dedicates their life to mm-hmm. picking the, the street people up, uh, good for him. Uh, but these phones are all lit up, so I got a feeling somebody knows more. And maybe what they know is that he is just a wonderful human being. That's fine too. Three twenty-eight. Let's grab a couple of quick calls before our first break. Three one four nine six nine KTRS. Toll free one eight 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 five fifty KTRS. Hello, Larry. You're not Larry Rice, are you? Oh no 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 no. Oh, Hello, Terry. No no, no Larry. 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 What's going I'm on, Larry? A, I'm AM AM and PM. A lot of people. Are. This show is really great. Now, Larry Rice, I don't, know, I don't know how long ago it was, but he he's trying to get 
somebody was down in Potosi on death row and he was trying to get him off. And I hate it when any kind of minister or pope or anybody tries to, you know what I'm saying? Tried to interfere with the law. And yeah, that into... should be separate. Yeah. And he disagrees with the death penalty. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, I knew a gal. She uh, worked downtown. Uh, I don't know that. But anyway, and got anyway. murdered. I think that was somebody that Larry Rice was helping. Really? And... Uh, and he murdered this gal, and then he, they found him in another state, and he got double life. But still, I think sometimes you give too, somebody too many chances, and then somebody gets hurt by it. Well, and, and the, the, the great evidence of that, and in the news this morning, there's a story. There are two of them, of these, these scumbags that were released from prison, and then they turn right around. In oh. fact, there's a massive manhunt right now in Denver, unless they've caught the guy. Uh, I meant to ask Reggie Friday, a great example of a guy who less than a year ago is let out of jail, and he has already raped five people since he's been out, I including, think got him. including an eight-year-old boy. Yeah. That's yeah. terrible. They let people out. They say the prisons are so crowded. That's one of the reasons they do. But, man, they need to build more prisons or something. Yeah, I, I agree. They shouldn't let these people out. I agree. All right, Larry. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Uh, right. Rich, Rich on Line 5 has a pretty good story. Well, let's talk to him. Hello, Rich. How are you? Hey, how are you doing? Doing great. I donated a suit to, to this ministry, and I just turned it on about a week or two later, and he was wearing my suit. <laughs> <laughs> well, that had to make you feel good. Yeah, it looked better on him than on me, you know. That's what I thought. Wow. Well, you know what? At least you know he's putting that stuff to good use. Oh, yeah, I thought that was great. So you must be a pretty slim guy because Larry's not very big. You must be pretty trim. Yeah, well, it looked bigger on him. I'm fatter than he is. Yeah. That's still look pretty good on him. He might be taken in a little bit. Yeah, that's the only reason I don't send him any suits. He looks like he's wearing a tent. Yeah. <laughs> Take it easy, guys. All right, you too, Rich. And uh, one more before the break. Hello, Chris. Yeah, hi, Frank. Uh, AM and the PM. Thank you. Hallelujah. Yeah, when I was, uh, you know, early 20s, I'm 40 now, but when I was in my early 20s, uh, yeah, I lost my job, and I had a wife and new baby and everything, and... We had to go down there. We were sent down there by Catholic Charities to get some extra help with our utility bill. And uh, we went down there. We waited in line forever. And he said that they would give us $25. And I'm like, man, I need a lot more than that. And he said, well, if you come in and you and you be on TV and and you just tell me that, you know, how you tell me on camera how, how bad the utilities, you know, treat you, then we'll give you $75. Oh. So he gave an extra 50 for me to come in there, me and my wife and child sitting on our laps, to talk about how the utility companies, you know, really, you know, take us down and everything. But he gave me an extra $50 to do that. But, but see, here's the thing. Um, kind of it's kind of exploiting. And, you're, and then you, you wonder how really sincere are the people who are giving a testimony if you know they're prodded and sort of coaxed into it with money and paid to do it. That kind of takes away a little to me. Well, well, the whole thing with me, you know, at the time, uh, I, my, my morals are a little bit different now. I'm in a little bit different financial status. Oh, I'm, I'm not questioning you. Back, back then? No, no, Jay, Chris, I, you know what? I'd do the same thing. If I were hungry and if I needed money and somebody said, hey, I'll give you 75 bucks if you just get in front of the camera and say, boy, utility companies are, are screwing people, hey, man. It's a, you're in a you're in a different situation, mm -hmm. a situation of desperation. I'm not saying that I wouldn't do it or you shouldn't have done it. I'm saying, is that really the the message that you want to put out there, and is that the way you want to get people to give their message by paying them to do it? Right. Yeah. It, it was it was embarrassing for us because you know it's hard enough to go down there and ask for help. Right. 
but but then to be put on TV, you know, on top of it. Well, and, and you know, and, well, Chris, Chris, think about this. What it basically too is saying, if anybody is private or shy or doesn't have the ability to communicate, you're not getting the money. Right. I'm punishing exactly. you because you're not getting the money the people who are who, who will get up and speak out will get. That's sort of discriminatory. And there are some people who are so embarrassed or so shy, mm -hmm. so humiliated that they can't do that, so they don't get the same money. Right. That, that's, I, that's kind I of bothersome. I would ask Karen a question, too, Frank, as soon as you're done. Oh, oh sure. Karen, yes. you. Hi, Chris. Yeah, um, I was just going to ask you, you were talking about the bus stations, the right. one in Sullivan closed, too? Right. It was in the the weekend uh, post, and they've closed. Well, let's see here. They have well, closed. See, that was located at the Captain D's. You would actually go into the Captain D's and buy your ticket there. Well, this I one. Sent, I sent my wife away two years ago from that bus stop. <laughs> well, this one said it was at a, a little Daylight Donuts place in Sullivan, a former Greyhound bus stop, and they just closed it. She said here in the last week, they oh, okay. Greyhound was... folks came in and took everything. Oh, see, that was Trailways at Captain uh-huh. Except the sign. The sign is still hanging there, so everyone thinks it's still a bus. So, Chris, you put your wife on a bus and got rid of her? You better believe it, buddy. Sent her off. Shut up! All right. Hey, you know the song, uh, Roy Clark, Thank God and Greyhound, She's Gone? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's she came back the same way. Uh-oh. Uh, That's a great song. Thank you, Chris. Thank you. All right. Quick break. Uh, Arnold Stoven Fireplace Center wants you to come down and take a look at this. Falls, golden beaches, and lush tropical landscapes are just a few of the many reasons we call Hawaii paradise. From the moment you step off the plane, you'll feel gentle island breezes, enjoy the scent of exotic flowers, and experience the warm aloha spirit of the islands. The Travel Company and Funjet Vacations are making it easy to travel to paradise this spring with their Aloha Month celebration. Unbeatable deals to Hawaii all month long. You'll receive great extra values at select properties, including free nights, dining credits, free room upgrades, and more from the Travel Company. Plus, when you pay for your Hawaii vacation with MasterCard, you'll receive a $150 savings per reservation on tours. Choose from dozens of exciting activities, including luau, surfing, whale watching, sunset dinner cruises, helicopter tours, snorkeling, and more. They're also offering a a free convertible upgrade. You can explore the islands in a convertible from Alamo for the same price as a mid-sized car. Take advantage of the special Aloha Month deals and book your dream vacation to Hawaii today. Call the travel company at 314-432-6020. Hurry, sail ends March 3rd. I'm Adam Bold, founder of the Mutual Fund Store. You know, there was a time when most people could work on their own cars. The cars were less complicated than they are now, and people seemed to have more free time to do the work. Now, most people wouldn't dream of doing anything more complicated than topping off the wiper fluid. It's not that we're not smart enough to do it. With the time and training, you could probably be a competent mechanic. Just like cars, investments have gotten more complicated than they used to be, and few people have the time to monitor them as closely as they should. At the Mutual Fund Store, we'll compile a portfolio of no-load funds based on your needs. We monitor the selections and make updates based on changing market conditions and your changing needs. And since our fee is based on a small percentage of the value of your portfolio, you'll know that any changes we make are done with your best interest in mind and not to generate a commission. Isn't your future worth as much professionalism as your car? Call my advisors, Troy and Kurt, here at the Mutual Fund Store now, 386-6868. That's 636-386-6868. 342 at the Big 550. Here's a check on traffic sponsored by Bank of America. Earn points toward free hotel stays with the Choice Privileges Visa credit card from Bank of America and Choice Hotels. No annual fee. Apply today. Call 1-866-937-937. 
4278. A good day for repairs. Eastbound 44 between Hampton and 55. Road crews are out. The two left lanes are down. Eastbound 44 at Vandeventer. The exit's closed for pavement repair work. Both directions on St. Rose Road at Highway 50. Road crews are out. Various lanes are closed. Illinois Route 159 between Pine Lake and Long Acre Road construction. And various lanes are down. And then on westbound... In the disappearance of Sean Hornbeck, how new information could change the investigation. Tonight on Fox 2 News at 9. here today because, as you know, it's Take Your Daughters to Work Day today. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. It's President's Day. She's not in school. Alyssa's here and she won't talk to me and that hurts my feelings because I bought about uh, $400 worth of cookies from her, among other things, and she won't even talk to me. But uh, Friday night, we uh, left here, three of us, and uh, Woody, Dan, and I went down to uh, Oakville and went to trivia night for, is it, is it what's the school called? Woolwind. Woolwind Elementary School. Yeah. And I'd never been to a trivia night before. I got to tell you, folks, this actually is a lot of fun. And and please, please don't email me and say, "Oh, come to ours, come to ours." I mean, I I, I'm not, I can't certainly go to that many. And I'd never done one. And here's my my take on it. One, I had no idea how hard it is. These no. questions are hard. Yeah. Man. I mean, unbelievable. I, you know, I thought you'd go in there and you know, out of ten, there might be three you didn't know. How about three you did know? Yeah. Out of ten, and. Um, that's why it's good to have a group of people because, you know, for right. everyone you don't, hopefully somebody does. And the other thing is, I learned more that night than I've learned in a long time. If you can remember when they go through the right answers, if you have any sort of ability to retain, after you do about six or eight of these, you'll be a genius. Yeah. I mean, you'll know all <laughs> kinds of obscure stuff. It's pretty amazing. And I'd like to also announce that you are now listening to, when you hear the voice of Dan Strauss, say hello, Dan. Hi, everybody. That's the voice of the 2005 oh, trivia champion, Woolwood Elementary, Elementary School, Oakville, Oakville Missouri. Yeah. With the help of Dan. It's going to take us a little bit. Yeah, when he says that, when he or when we say that, then you have to say, with, with the, help the help of, Woody of Frank, and Frank and Woody. Yeah, yeah Frank yeah, and Woody. Yeah, let's try it again. Okay. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that man right there is the 2005, 2005 trivia champion, Woolwood Elementary School, Oakville, Missouri. With the help of Frank and Woody. You gotta be a little sharp with that. I'll call the police. Because you're begrudgingly saying that, like, oh yeah, with the help of. All right, and now I'd like to add one other thing. We're lying. We didn't even we didn't even come close to winning. Kidding? We could not have looked worse. The very first round out of twelve tables, we came in twelfth. Yeah. That's how we started off the night. It was pathetic. But we by got, the end of the night, we, we regained, we came in about uh, the six. middle of the pack. Yeah, yeah, about six. But the first category, the first ladies category. That's, oh, that's well, what the first ladies? Yes. yes. We got two one. Out of ten. Did we get two? Two out of two. Two out of ten. How embarrassing. That's pretty wow. bad. And then, of course, the guy gets up and announces, all right, first place. And I thought, no, no, don't, don't go past third place. And fifth place, seventh place, <laughs> and a, a twelfth place, and table number twelve. Terrible. But you know what? That's what screwed us up. Otherwise, we'd have had a good shot at winning this whole thing because we were only oh, sure it sounds like we were seven <laughs> points no we at the end of the night seven points out of first place 
If you pay attention, yeah. you can learn. You learn more than you would in a, in a month in school. I'm not mm -hmm. kidding. Fun. Fun. The time you go through all the... Here, yep. things like this. They put up a picture of the Olympic rings, and then they say, okay, here are the colors of the Olympic rings, and there are one, two, three, four, five of them, mm -hmm. I believe. What color are the bottom two rings? What? Yeah. <laughs> and Woody, you knew that. We yeah. ended up getting that one. We right. got that one right because yeah. you yeah. knew it. One person knew it. Now... They put up a bunch of, uh, they put up a question and a bunch, I don't, it wasn't multiple choice so much as they, they said, you know, what famous actor who commands $20 million a movie uh, wanted to be a priest? And I said at the table, you got to make sure the other table's gadget, Tom Cruise, it's Tom Cruise. Well, I don't want to say anything about Debbie's aunt. But she was Linda. Yeah. Linda for, for whatever reason, uh, she decided to go with somebody else's answer, and Leonardo he lost DiCaprio. it. Yeah, DiCaprio. Yeah. It in fact was Tom Cruise. Yeah. So they didn't listen mm -hmm. to me. Yeah. Oh, you those, know what? Those hurt when you. They did that too because when we were listening to some audio clips, and I said, "That's Truman Capote." And they said, no, no, everybody said, no, it's a woman, it's a woman. It's yeah, a and it turned out it was true. Yeah. Wow. Who, who was a woman, like a by woman. the way? Yeah. Yeah. Who sort of was a woman. <laughs> that is a problem with those trivia nights because usually, like, you you were, like, bunched in with some people who you didn't really know well, so you couldn't say, you idiot, it yeah. is not. You're, yeah. you're trying to be polite. Oh, no, you, know, you, know, you yeah. need to go with people you know really well or that you hate so yeah. you can say, you idiot. Yeah. Uh, but it was... It, 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 very educational. Trivia nights are educational and fun, and in this case, there was uh, none. Pretty, uh, pretty good productive. chow. Pretty good chow. Yeah. So yeah. as good a chicken wings I've ever had in my life. Yeah, chicken wings. So uh, and it was it was at Andre's on um, Telegraph down in Oakville. A nice place, nice room, yeah. and and and, a, and I want to compliment this restaurant on having a decent sound system. Yeah. It was, Most uh, of these places. Yeah. They got the little speakers in the ceiling, and you can't hear. They had a great well, sound system. Good. So your final score, you guys came in the middle. Somewhere. In the middle, yeah, nothing to brag about. We 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 said, what was the category that saved us? We did pretty well. It was uh, um, stars and celebrities. Famous voices, I think we got. Famous, famous voices. voices, we got uh, like nine out of ten. Category. Yeah, we had Matt. food. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, those were our two big ones. Nine yeah. out of ten in famous voices, and I think eight or nine out of ten in fast flags, food. I think we did pretty good. Oh, the, the flag, flag category. Excellent. Yeah, now you want to feel how stupid you are. In my case, I did not get one flag. They put ten flags mm -hmm. of ten countries. Mm. I didn't know one of them. Because one of them wasn't out they'd done the United States. Oh, America, I got America, that one. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'll handle this. <laughs> so I've now experienced a, a trivia night, and I told, uh, I told Dan, I've also never been to a bingo game. I've never played bingo anymore. I've done both of those things one time. I went to one trivia, one one bingo. Oh, we're going to do a bingo. I'm going to take him to a bingo that Debbie usually goes to. We'll go to a bingo. It's it's, it's, I, feel like I'm in, I feel like I'm in Big Brothers or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's got good food. And now, and now what start you start taking you shopping. Though, you, have to start, you have to play a certain amount of cards where you just use the little blotter thing. But the rest of it is all on these little computers, and you just put the number in, and then then it'll beep when you have one number left, and then it'll go off. This sounds complicated. Oh no, it's Tribute. not. Com it's not complicated at all. Let's take a couple calls before we break again. This would be Wayne. Hello, Wayne. How are you? Uh, I'm okay. What can we do for you? Hello, Frank. Uh, Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah, I was just telling him I used to drive a truck, and uh, I went to South Carolina once and picked up a whole truckload of blankets and went down. And uh, when I got there, he uh, insisted I unload it. I said, I don't unload that stuff. And uh, he goes, well, we haven't got any help. I said, well, there's a whole crowd of people out on the street. He goes, well, we can't ask them to work. 
I said, who are they for? He goes, for them. And one of the women came up and told her it's not outside. And she came up and wanted a blanket. And he goes, no, you have to come back tomorrow when the cameras are here. He goes, well, we're not giving them out today. You've got to be kidding. No. Come back when the cameras are here. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he insisted. He told her no. And I argued with him. I said, look, it's cold tonight. I said, give the lady a blanket. You know, they were crap blankets anyway. And he goes, no. He goes, we don't do that now. We have to wait till everybody's here and everything's set up. And he wanted you to unload them and didn't want these people who are getting charity to do any work at all, obviously. Oh, insisted I unloaded. And I told him, I said, I get paid to drive the truck. I don't get paid to unload. And so what happened? I said, I will help. Wow. Oh, I looked at the trailer, and he had to call to have it returned and, and had made arrangements to get it unloaded. There you wow. go. But he had all those people. And that's what I said. Who wants the blankets? Because all the people out there, I said, let them unload them. And he goes, I can't ask them to work. Well, I think they'd have been happy to, to go up and, grab take, their own and take their own blankets. Yeah. I would think so, too. And I told him, I said, I would help unload. He goes, no, you will unload. <laughs> Good for you. No, I'll mm. leave the trailer. See you. Larry Rice, we're talking about mm. for anybody who just joined us. All right. Thank you, Wayne. You're welcome. Thanks. Take it easy. Bye, right. All right. We have to break. We don't. We'll be sorry. We'll get behind. Uh, out in the um, garage here, I have a uh, 2005 645i convertible. Ooh. A six-speed automatic 325-horse snap-your-neck um, convertible that boots itself, and it is pretty incredible uh, having uh, some service work done and I had never really seen these cars. I've looked at two of them, and I've seen them, but they're brand new. They just came out in 05, and um, pretty incredible. BMW does some, some amazing, amazing stuff. And if, if you're interested in that or uh, a much more affordable BMW, and, yes, you can get into a BMW for under $30,000, 325i's, rather, 325i, 2005 they're sale priced at Newbold as low as twenty eight five, and it's still a BMW. It may not be, uh, you know, a convertible. It may not have that big engine in it, but they still get it, and they get around real well. And they are performance cars, and it's a driving machine. And as BMW says, the ultimate driving machine. Then of course Toyota. And there, is there a prettier car for the money than a Toyota Avalon? Holy mm. cow! That. You know, you Lexus people or, or, or want to be Lexus people who can't afford a Lexus. Let me tell you something. Get in that Avalon, that Toyota Avalon. My mother-in-law has one of those. It's a beautiful They're fantastic. Car. Yeah, they are. And, and, and you know, I, I don't know how many people know it. Lexus is owned by Toyota. I mean, it's, a, you know, just like Infinity is Nissan. So it literally is a baby Lexus. It is a, an absolutely beautiful car, the Avalon. And the Toyota makes, as you may know, 17 different models that you can choose from. So for Toyota, BMW, or Scion, I, you know where we'd like for you to go, and I hope you would at least consider them. New, bold Toyota, BMW, Scion, you know, Fallon, Illinois, exit 14 or 16. I take 16 because I like that exit, and I like the fact that there's a little back road where you can run it up to about 110 miles an hour, and there's usually not a cop there. And when we come back after 4 o'clock or, or at some point, I, I, I'm going to try to remember to ask the musical question. Who are the people who at 11.15 in the morning fill the parking lot of Larry Flint's Hustler Club? <laughs> I mean, what, what, what kind of people at, in, in the morning can pack a parking lot at a place like that? I drove by there on 64, and I looked over, and I thought, I can't believe what I'm wow. looking at. Do they have I expected like five cars. It must be the, the late shift workers or the people that get off at 5 or 6 o'clock in the morning. Well, I would hope so. Either a lot of people don't have a job but have the money to watch a strip. 
I just thought, who's filling that parking lot? And maybe you're right. Maybe uh, the shift workers get off. I guess if you work the midnight shift, you're off at 8 or 7.30, which means they were sitting there for the last four hours. Well, some and, of it's shift workers and some of it's lunch. People, Some guys go over there. Oh, I know when I want a good lunch. That's yeah, the kind of yeah, place yeah, I like yeah. to go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Holy cow. We got, a, we got a break. Five before four at the big 550. Are you tired of having to clean out your gutters several times a year or paying to have them cleaned out? Hi, homeowners. I'm Paul Byrne with Amazing Siding and Windows. You need our new revolutionary Amazing Gutter Protection System. It's unlike anything on the market. Unlike some of those systems out there, there's no need to replace your perfectly good existing gutters. Ours install right over them. There's no problem with any pitch or style of roof like wood shake, slate, or tile. There's no metal screws to put through your roof like those other systems require. New Amazing Gutter Protection beats them all. It keeps out the leaves and debris. Best of all, it costs 20 to 40% less than those other systems. It even comes with a lifetime guarantee. See it for yourself and call for a free, no-obligation estimate. Call Amazing Siding at 636-532-1997. That's 636-532-1997. Call Amazing Siding and you'll never why wait when you can instantly see your credit report online free? Stay on top of your credit at FreeCreditReport.com. I'm going to wait for him to start singing. Let's grab another call or two while we can. Hello, Joel. How are you? Well, hello, Frank. How are you doing? I'm today? doing great. Thank you. I'm AM and the PM. Appreciate it. And, and uh, I just want to tell you, I'm a first-time first caller, but I've been li listening to you, I guess, since about 1986 or 87. Well, what took you? <laughs> <laughs> I guess uh, give, give it a little guts to call. Well, now you got them. You can call any time. Oh, okay. What's up? But I, I wanted to say something to the, the lady of the radio station, too. Mm. It's for you, Karen. Me? Well, hello, Joel. <laughs> Hi, Karen. Uh, Hi, Joel. Hey, Joel. What you need? Oh, not much. I just wanted to hear you say hi, Joel. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> the saddest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> hey, Frank, uh, getting back to you for a minute, you know, one of the jokes I remember you telling back back then, and I don't know if you tell this kind of joke anymore, mm, but, it, but it went something mm. like... Uh, uh, what, what's the last thing a pubic hair hears when it hits? No, we never did do that joke. I never did do that. I know the joke, but I never did it. You never did that joke? No, never did oh. that joke on the air. Oh, you didn't? Nope. Oh. You're thinking of Smash. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh I see. <laughs> okay. You may be thinking of Bill Wilkerson. I think he used to tell that joke. I think he used to tell that joke. The other station. Yeah, he told that joke. Oh, okay. Well, Joel, I'm glad you got the guts up to call, and now you can call any time. Okay, well, thank you for taking my call. You bet. Uh, Bye, Joel. Day. You too. Mm, Bye, Joel. Bye-bye. Hey, hey, before we brag, if anybody's ever watched that Channel 24, that Larry Rice station, you ever seen those that old man and woman on the weekend that play and sing? Yeah. He plays the keyboard. That's the yeah. funniest thing. Yeah. I think that's about the funniest thing you could see. Yeah, it's like yeah. Ella May and Ella yeah. yes. or something like that. Yes. Yeah. Well, Will Ferrell used to do that bit, uh, that Saturday Night Live bit. People just like that. That's right. Yeah. It's hilarious. <laughs> it is absolutely hilarious. Share a letter with you, uh, dear Frank. Says I just purchased a can of Thomas coffee because you mentioned um, that a cup of three-hour-old Thomas coffee would be better than fresh brewed. I am a director of an IT department, and we've been working for the last couple of weeks implementing a major new program. I didn't believe you, and we got our coffee pots going overtime lately. 
And when I was listening to you talk about this coffee being so much better, uh, we have a coffee service here, but I'm kind of a skeptic. But I decided to try an experiment. I, I brought in an automatic drip coffee pot from home, and I did a side-by-side -side comparison of the coffee services, fancy coffee in their automatic coffee machine with all the bells and whistles, and a can of Thomas with my little drip pot coffee maker. As we worked into the night, all I can say is, as the night progressed, the Thomas coffee was long gone, and we were well into our oh, second yeah. pot, and nobody wanted to touch the other coffee. Glenn Goldstein, director of IT. One quick thing, Deerberg's private label coffee. You know why it tastes so good? You know who roasts and blends it specially for them? Thomas Coffee. Way to go, Deerberg's. It's 4 o'clock. From ABC News, I'm Bob Schmidt. The battle over what happens to a brain-damaged Florida woman kept alive for 15 years with a feeding tube is nearing a critical point. There's been more legal action in the case of Terry Schiavo. We've got the latest live from ABC's Andrew Colton in Miami. Bob, as of this minute, and things are happening very quickly, Michael Schiavo can have his wife's feeding tube removed tomorrow once a court order preventing him from doing that expires. But attorneys for Terry Schiavo's parents are expected in court on Wednesday to ask a judge to issue another stay. This has gone on for 15 years. Once the feeding tube is removed, it's expected to take up to two weeks for Terry Schiavo to die. Bob? ABC's Andrew Colton live in Miami. President Bush begins trying to patch things up with European allies. We're live with ABC White House correspondent Ann Compton. She's with the president in Brussels, Belgium. President Bush laid down a common agenda here on his first day in Brussels, declaring this to be a new era of unity with Europe. No temporary debate, no passing disagreements of governments, no power on earth will ever divide us. Today's audience applauded his call for creation of a Palestinian state and removal of Syrian troops from Lebanon. Bob? ABC's Ann Compton live with President Bush in Brussels. More it rains, the more Southern California is feeling the effects. Dozens of people have been forced out of their homes because of flooding and mudslides. Rescuers pulled three people in Hacienda Heights, east of Los Angeles, out of mud ten feet deep. There is still no sign of a pregnant Fort Worth, Texas woman and her seven-year-old son. They have been missing since Saturday. A nationwide Amber Alert has been issued for Lisa Underwood and her son, Jaden. The woman's SUV was found today partially submerged in a pond near Denton, Texas. No stocks today. Markets closed for President's Day. You're listening to ABC News. This year, the government's going to give out over $350 billion to people like you who want to start a business, go back to school, or train for a new job. I'm Matthew Lesko, and I've written over 70 books on government programs. You've probably seen me all over the television shows on talk shows. My new program shows you 15,000 government sources, where you can get like $100,000 open up a coffee shop, $15,000 write a book, or $30,000 become a French chef, $9,000 take a computer course, or $15,000 to finish college, get a GED or a Ph.D. There's money to travel overseas, train your employees, or work on your invention. I've done all the work. You just have to make the call. Call toll-free 877-ASK-LESCO and you'll get my book and six-hour audio tape program for only two payments of $29.95 plus $7.50 postage and handling. There's a 90-day money-back guarantee. Call toll-free 877-ASK-LESCO or 1-877-275-5375. Good afternoon, everyone. It is 4.03. I'm Brian Houseworth, KTRS News. A rally is underway at this hour in St. Charles against tax increment financing. Residents from Arnold, St. Peter's, and Sunset Hills say TIF powers 
have reached unacceptable proportions. They are speaking out this afternoon against a proposal to build a 1,600-acre development in St. Peter's using TIF tax increment financing. The use of eminent domain sparks a rally this morning outside City Hall. More than 100 protesters. Uh, it's been in my family 73 years, sir. My grandparents and my mom and dad's, and I'm staying there with my mom right now. Howard Thompson was one of about 100 demonstrators calling for an end to eminent domain in St. Louis today. Thompson's house in South St. Louis has been in his family for over 73 years and is now in danger of being taken, along with 18 other houses, as part of eminent domain to develop a shopping center. The Supreme Court will start hearing a case tomorrow to decide if it is legal to take homes and businesses and then give them to private owners. Steve Klotz, KTRS News. Families of residents at the Bell Fountain Habilitation Center will be traveling to Jefferson City later this week. They will be criticizing Governor Blunt's proposal to close Bella Fountain by July. They've also called a news conference for Wednesday afternoon at 2 o'clock. They'll also testify before a House Appropriation Committee. An anti-war group strategy session is wrapping up this afternoon in St. Louis. United for Peace and Justice represents 1,000 groups across the country. They've been meeting at the Millennium Hotel, electing leaders and setting goals to help end the war in Iraq. Actor Danny Glover is part of the organization. We feel at this particular time that it is critical that we begin to reignite and rebuild the connections between small and, and large groups who are waging the battle for peace. The group plans large protests on March the 19th, the two-year anniversary of the start of the war. Illinois State Police are investigating a weekend murder of a 21-year-old Venice man outside Club Ace. Sergeant Greg Fernandez tells KTRS News Isaiah Mason was shot in the head on the parking lot of the club. Fernandez says investigators are following up on leads or speaking to several witnesses. He says the shooting stemmed from a dispute or a series of disputes. Mason was taken to Gateway Regional Medical Center in Granite City, where he was pronounced dead. This weekend's concerts at the St. Louis Symphony have been canceled due to a work stoppage. Eighteen subscription concerts have now been canceled. Symphony spokesman Jeff Trammell says patrons holding the tickets for those concerts can exchange them for another concert or can receive a full refund. No activity today on Wall Street because of the President's Day holiday. The U.S. financial markets reopen tomorrow morning. The KTRS Doppler 5 forecast from meteorologist John Fuller. Mostly cloudy tonight. Our low down to 35. Tomorrow cloudy with a high of 47. The outlook for Wednesday, partly cloudy and a high of 40 degrees. Overcast skies, 42 degrees at Lambert Field. It is 406 and you're up to date. Now with traffic, here's Karen Vale in the Golden Oak Lending Traffic Center. Karen? Thank you, Brian. Traffic sponsored by Bank of America. Earn points toward free hotel stays with a choice privileges visa credit card from Bank of America and Choice Hotels. There's no annual fee. Apply today. Call 1-866-937-4278. Westbound 40 between Big Bend and Hanley. Traffic flowing on the eastbound side of 40. Traffic running heavy between Hanley and Laclede Station. Southbound 270. A heavy run between Man Manchester and Doherty Ferry. Eastbound 40 as you approach the Poplar Street Bridge. Traffic lining up. Road crews still out at last check on eastbound 44 between Hampton and 55. Two left lanes are closed. Eastbound 44 vent. CSI Miami at a special time. Tonight starting at 9.30 on KMOV Channel 4. Hi everybody, Dan Deardorff here for the Smokehouse Market. 
Specialty Food Magazine recently announced its rating of the country's top retailers for 2004, and the Smokehouse Market was named one of the top seven retailers in the United States. That is no surprise to anyone here in St. Louis who frequents the Smokehouse Market. Jane and Tom Sainert have done an A-plus job of making this city proud. Go to the Smokehouse where they've got 300 different wines they're ready to enjoy and take home. 350 different cheeses, if you can imagine that, both artisanal and farmstead. Their master butchers will create whatever it is you want from behind the meat counter. All sorts of different olive oils. How about a sandwich from the deli? Every one of them made fresh where they've got soup salads and all sorts of catering. Don't forget their gift baskets. A gift basket from the Smokehouse Market, I'm going to tell you, will send them over the top. And, of course, right next door, Annie Guns, listed as one of Zagat's top American restaurants. What makes the Smokehouse Market tick? I'll tell you what it is. Excellence. The Smokehouse Market. Make your kitchen beautiful with new Corian countertops from the Home Depot. Founding the disappearance of Sean Hornbeck. How new information could change the investigation. Tonight on Fox 2 News at 9. The Big 550. KTRS St. Louis. Where do you go to hear music like this? Hmm. There aren't a lot of places. Larry Flint's Hustler Club? No. You can't go there and hear this kind of music either. Now, who is this, Steve? Who is this artist? You know? I think it's uh, Corinne Allison. Corinne Allison? You can't hear. No, you couldn't hear. <laughs> is that who it is? I, I don't know. Yeah, I think it says on the CD, I have to take it out. Stop it, take it out. This is very unprofessional, but I want to know who this is. Tell me what it says on there. Renee Olstead. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, Renee Olstead. <laughs> Renee Olstead is like 15 years old, been on television. She's David Foster's new protege. You can't and... talk till I introduce you. Okay. I'll oh. introduce you first. I Ladies and it. gentlemen, uh, we have a brand new nightclub <laughs> restaurant uh, facility that's going to open in Clayton March 16th, and there's nothing else in this town like it, and that's the kind of entertainment you'll hear in addition to fine dining. Would you please welcome... One of the guys responsible, Steve Shankman. I don't need to get this kind of applause unless I'm playing the trumpet. <laughs> I, I heard a little bit about this girl. Fifteen. Let's turn this up and listen to this a little bit. She's fifteen years old. It's like a little Eartha kid, really. Yeah. Pretty girl too. I, you know, I, I watch movies like and you can let it play under. I watch movies like um, Casino. And uh, gangster movies and the old days of Vegas. And, and every once in a while, my wife and I say, wouldn't it be great if there would be a place you could go like that where you could dress up? The, the real nightclub type setting. And as of March 16th, there will be. And it'll be called Finale. Finale, that's right. In, right in the heart of Clayton. So really accessible from the county or the city or from the Illinois side. Right, real good location. Right straight, right across it, from Shaw Park. It's Bonham and... Uh, Bonham and Brentwood. Okay. Bonham and... Yeah, Bonham. And Brentwood. <laughs> and what I like about the sound of this place is it's... Um, it's a small venue, so everybody gets a great seat, and you have a, a choice. Yeah, they have three choices, I guess. You can see the show, hear the music, you can eat, or you can do both. Correct, because it's really two venues in one. Uh, adjacent to the uh, the nightclub is a 75-seat uh, restaurant, which is... Uh, uh, been nice enough to send over some food today, actually. So that's going to be open uh, Monday through Saturday for lunch and dinner. 
And yes, you could eat at the restaurant, go to a show, go to the show, and then have a dinner at the restaurant, or eat at any of the great restaurants in the Clayton area where there's plenty of great places to eat. Or so you you do have lunch. You will have lunch. Yeah, we'll be open from uh, eleven to two every day with lunch. Yes. All right, let's let's talk a little bit about the, the shows because this is the part of this thing that to me is is what we're missing here. Mm. Um, I, I'm not a, a person who likes to go to to big concerts. Sorry, Steve. Well, but that's right, I, I, I sold the big places. <laughs> I don't own Riverport of the Pageant anymore. Well, but I, I that that thing that doesn't appeal to me. But I like the idea of good sound, a place where you can really hear a band, you can have a conversation, and that's what this is going to be. And, and, and you're going to have some, actually some real top-level, high-class talent in there, like like this girl, who and some of the names may not be names that the masses know, but the, the kind of musicians and the kind of artists that if you go, you walk away and you go, holy cow, I had no idea. Well, that's part of the yeah. well, that's part of the concept. Uh, if you go back to my history in the early days of concerts, who knew who Billy Joel was when I did him at Keel Opera House? Paid him twelve hundred fifty dollars, and he opened for Harry Chapin. Wow! So, so now, who is Billy Joel? Yeah, who, who knew you too? When uh, twenty-five yeah. years ago they played Graham Chapel for seven hundred fifty dollars, who knew them? Wow. So what I hope to do with the club, what we hope to do, because I have partners Bob Sauer from Conrad Properties and Ted Geiger, who owns Jay Buck. Who, matter of fact, I met right here at Westport when I was running the Playhouse. He was running Casa Galari. So those are my partners. And what we would like to try to do here is bring in some artists that have yet to have made it because they're brand new. I mean, think of Michael Buble a couple of years ago. Right. So we, we want to do what we did in the early contemporary days at this club, but we want to create a unique atmosphere, a very intimate atmosphere, uh, where the artist is like in your living room. I mean, it's a, uh, it's a small place. only holds 130, 135 people on the club side. And every seat is a good seat, and I think people will enjoy that intimacy with the artists and then having the option for dinner next door or appetizers actually in the club. Well, so. and you've been in the business a long time, so you, you kind of have a, an ear and an eye for people who you can just sense are going to mm. very soon break break through and make it to the... I'll never forget, we met um, a couple of years ago, we met some people from Oklahoma, and they, they were telling us the story that they used to go into this little bar... And Garth Brooks was the oh, sort yeah. of house musician. Oh, yeah. And he just got yeah. sat there with a guitar. And they said they'll never forget that they got to sit in a small little place and, and listen to this guy who went on to become so big. And that's that's the kind of thing you right. do. And Alley sounds like what uh, maybe what uh, the Playboy Club was in the, in the late 60s. Or Gaslight Square. Those types. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. right. I mean, think of that. Yeah. Going to Gaslight Square, you walk in and there's a young Barbara Streisand. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, uh, listen... It's a small nightclub. It's in Clayton. It's not the end-all for St. Louis, but we wanted to create something special to keep things moving in the entertainment vein. Everybody doesn't want to go, as you said, to a big venue. There's a whole public out there. We figure about three out of ten people go to shows. Three out of ten people go to all the shows. I mean, Broadway, concerts, Riverport, uh, whatever the name of it is now, the pageant, <laughs> but about three out of ten people. So we have to find a way to get four out of ten, five out of ten, because the same people go over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. And here's the other thing, affordable. Uh, some of these ticket prices mm -hmm. to these concerts, I mean, they're 100, 150 bucks. This is a place where you can eat and go to a show. Yeah, give me a rough idea. What well, the shows, I mean, really, uh, Frank, we want to keep the prices for the shows in the 25 to 35 range. Wow. Which you can't buy tickets at the Fox for that. You can't buy tickets at a lot of venues at 
that price. Uh, we will also have the, the local artists that come in, like $10. Theo Peoples, the lead singer for the Four Tops, who's from this area, is coming in. We have a show, uh, the Sinatra uh, show, uh, with Tom Heitman and my orchestra, which brings back the whole Sinatra songbook. That's like a $20 ticket. But, you know, you have a 12-piece orchestra and Tom on stage. Wow. So, uh, I mean, we're going to try some good local things. Johnny Johnson, who's a legend in town. But we're going to do a lot of what I call the sons and daughters. Tito Puente's son, for example, is coming in with his full band. I mean, you know, if you like Latin music, it doesn't get any better. Lena Prima, Louis' daughter, does a great Vegas show. So in this little, small, 130-seat club, you're going to see a Vegas show that may be playing in a room with 800 to 1,000 people. So very intimate, but we're going to do a lot of the sons and daughters uh, of, of big stars as we go along. Now, now the dress will be uh, not black tie. Oh, but, no, no. Uh, Business casual. I mean, what you have, what we're wearing right now is fine. It, this is not about tuxedos and coats and ties. It's about a, an informal atmosphere. It's very pretty. The, uh, the design of the place is really nice. We have a fiber optics curtain behind the... Uh, the stage, which that's like the stars are behind there. Mm -hmm. uh, we have great new seating, great new tables. Everything is brand new. That's what I ask you. People mm -hmm. sit at tables. Yeah, tables of four. Mm -hmm. uh, or for the show. Yeah, for so, the show. So this really is that oh. sort of uh, you cabaret know, style. Yeah, right. with a little white tablecloth or not, no, it doesn't even matter. Custom it doesn't table. matter. Oh, this <laughs> is perfect. Yeah, the tablecloths are going to be the next Shut up, Joe. We need something like this. <laughs> no, we do. I, you know, I, I, I watch these. Uh, and I know this is not exactly what this is, but you know those movies like Paul Sorvino and those guys, and they All walk the into the club, oh, yeah. and the guy goes, "Oh, good evening, Mr. Uh, Donali. Yeah. Uh, your table is ready." And, Thank you very much. I'm looking. I need my social the Jack, man. This woman not that good. Champagne bucket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and they know exactly. Don't even. They know what he. I, I'll be out with your favorite. Uh, you know, that's that's right. what this kind of reminds me well, of. Except that you don't have to have on a tuxedo. No, no, no. This is a casual place, just like the restaurant is casual. Whatever you wear at any other restaurant. In Clayton or any restaurant anywhere, it's fine. For so us. prices at your restaurant are competitive. Very competitive. Under. The lunch prices are under ten dollars for a lot of items. You can build your own hamburger for like eight bucks. You can have a Caesar wow. salad with chicken for eight or nine dollars. And then the entrees, uh, you know, the twenty-five dollar range, twenty-eight dollars for a steak or a pork chop. The uh, the chef is Jeff Constance, who made our food up today. Jeff studied in New York at Gramercy, so if you know New York, that's one of the finest restaurants in New York. And then he's been in St. Louis. He's worked at Jay Bucks. Uh, with our uh, partner, Ted Geiger. But Jeff is taking ravioli to another level. Chocolate ravioli. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> what, what nights will you have the music? The uh, yeah. Well, the restaurant opened uh, Monday through Saturday with lunch every day but Saturday. And the club will be open uh, Wednesday through Saturday, unless there's some special event we want to do on a Monday and Tuesday because it's available for rental as well. Uh, but most of our shows, some shows like Maynard Ferguson is going to be doing the opening, one of my best, best buddies, trumpet player, obviously. Oh. Uh, he'll open on uh, the 16th of March and play for four nights, so he'll do eight shows. Wow. All shows are 7.30 and 9.30 uh, to give us about a half hour to turn the audience. And then we'll have some acts that will do like uh, four shows. So they'll do Saturdays, Friday, Saturday night, or we may have an act... Uh, uh, like Louis Anderson's coming in, they'll, they'll do a couple of uh, Oh, so shows. you have comedy, too. Oh, yeah. We have comedy. We have jazz. I love Louis pop. Anderson. Yeah, oh, Louis is great. I love him. We, we, he got a start right here at the Westport Playhouse. I, I, yeah, Louis, yeah. the first time I ever saw Louis Anderson, I still remember what it was that he said that made me laugh out loud. It's, a, it's a, like the Carson show or something, and he walks out, and he's a great big guy, and he's sweating, and he wipes his forehead, and he says, I'm sweating. He said, fat guys, he said, sweat. Fat people sweat a lot. He said, if we didn't, we'd explode. <laughs> <laughs> That's Louie. Yeah. We did a special. We did an HBO special at the American Theater 
uh, back about 15 years ago. It was Louis from St. Louis that played on uh, on, on, on cable. So Louis coming in. We got Louis coming in. We got uh, I mentioned Lena and Tito. Uh, we have Stanley Jordan, one of the greatest guitar players, innovative guitar players of all time. Uh, just a real uh, wide range of of music, comedy, entertainment. I would guess you're going to have a website where people can go and see who who they put the act. Absolutely, on. we just went up uh, live. It's uh, finale. Finale dash stl dot com. Okay, that's our website, and you can find out information about the shows. You can buy tickets right off the website. You go to Ticketmaster at four two one forty four hundred, and and you'll be able to buy tickets just just that easy. Actually, it's yeah four two one forty four hundred Ticketmaster. So we made it very easy to buy tickets. You can pick your table. We do have a few bar stools for people that come in later and really just want to come by themselves. And uh, it's just so convenient. The garage parking is covered right next door. It's free to park at night. Uh, easy to get there. Valet parking for those who want to valet. Uh, park. It sounds it sounds great because what you've done <clears throat> is you haven't shut out the average person. Uh, no. And, and I was kind of afraid when I first heard about this that it's going to be uh, you know, t- tails and 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 cocktail dresses and and everybody's going to drop at least two hundred bucks to go in there. And I just thought this is going to shut a lot of people out. But anybody who likes really good entertainment and, and good food. Uh, I, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll watch for uh, when I want to go is whenever you, you mentioned the 12-piece orchestra. I love big bands. I love the sound of a big orchestra. Well, so do I, being a trumpet player. Matter of fact, Monday nights, I'm at BB's just like tonight. I've been there seven years really? for the 16-piece band, and, and that's been going on for for a long time. And I, mean, I can tell you myself as a trombone play, 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 no, play, I, play, I don't play never played anything. somebody else. Yeah. I don't, I don't no. play what do you call a trombone player with a pager? <laughs> An optimist. Anyway, uh, you didn't The Sinatra songbook, the Sinatra songbook with orchestra, my orchestra and Tom Heitman, who's a great Sinatra singer. He just got back from Florida doing a big engagement down there. That's April 8th and 9th, so that's Perfect. four shows. So write that date down. Perfect. And we hope to see Renee Alstead at the end of uh, uh, at the end of April. It's not quite confirmed yet, but Corinne Allison, Tuck and Patty. Uh, that little, that little Renee, I'd go see her too. That fifteen-year-old. Yeah. What else you got that, loaded? You got yep. some loaded in there. That's sure. That was that wild, cool, and swinging. Renee oh, also. Yeah. Here, wild, cool, play a little bit. They're, they're coming too. Even the name, you know, with a name like that, you better be good. Oh, oh my I'm goodness! Up. This is Jim Manley. He's good. You're about to hear Caravan. May the fifth. That's when these guys are coming. Wild, cool, swinging. Ten bucks. Oh, Ooh. ten bucks. This That's is great. Yeah, I'd like to hear them. Can you play like this? Uh, Don't be modest. Yeah, only in my dreams. <laughs> Jim's wow. a fine trouble. All right, it's called Finale. The website is finale-stl.com. And this sounds to me like it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm not a I'm not a go out type person, but this this I think I can handle because it's just the right amount of people, price is right, entertainment's good, food is good, based on what we had here today. So uh, we look forward to it. And I might add that we have the uh, distinct privilege of being the very first, and I better be right about this, the first radio show <laughs> that you've gone on to promote this. Is that right? Uh, talk radio uh, is close. Hmm. Uh, you're the first Monday interview. <laughs> 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 
Sunday afternoon interview on what President's Day. Well, I, I, I ran into Don Wolf on Saturday night yeah. doing a live broadcast. No, don't mention that stuff. Don't mention that stuff. <laughs> I, I didn't mention that. I'll have a talk with your girl, Angela. Uh, she promised me we'd be first. Well, that was an impromptu only because I was at Crisis Nursery's event right here at the Sheridan. Okay. So she, right. meant, she meant well, and her promise would have been intact if you hadn't screwed it up. That's right. All right. That's hey, right. thank you for coming by. Thank you. Good luck with Finale. Thank you. March 16th, uh, finale-stl.com. Steve Shankman, everybody. I got somebody else who's coming to town to uh, Argosy Casino Alton, and that is Lori Morgan. Lori Morgan, who is uh, not only a babe, but a terrific uh, country singer. And she's what? Good country. She's great country, yeah. and easy to look at, too. My face has been within two inches of her face. Oh. She's so oh. hmm? She what? She what? She slept with you? No. no. <laughs> Still on? Yeah, the mics are on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did she did she call the police? Well, yeah, but I that I didn't want that part. I don't want to talk about that. I don't that. want to talk about yeah. that. Argosy <laughs> Casino Alton welcomes Lori Morris. I saw our billboard today too, and wow, still looking good. Oh, yeah. and I you know I know that's the best of the best photography, but what mm -hmm. a great billboard, and I'm sure she still looks great and sounds great. March 18th, 19th, uh, you can call 1-800-711 game Argosy Casino Alton. As you know, you can always go on their website, which is argosycasinos.com, and check it out there, too. And don't forget, too, winter warm-up, now through March 13th, your chance to win up to ten grand in cold, hard cash. They'll have all the details for you when you get over to, and I hope you will, Argosy Casino Alton. We're starting to get used to that new name. It's taken a while. Again, the phone number, 1-800-711-GAME. If you're the person in charge of your company's communications, you need to call Marshall Wireless for your free consultation. Let Marshall Wireless do a complete analysis and offer the latest wireless solutions by Nextel Communications. If you feel your company's productivity could be increased, then let Marshall Wireless show you some innovative wireless solutions. In 15 minutes, they can show you your true wireless potential. So call today for your appointment at 636-938-9000. Would you like to access your email, calendar, and contacts from anywhere? How about knowing where everyone in your company is at the push of a button? Then call Marshall Wireless today at 636-938-9000 for your free consultation. Keep your mobile numbers and switch to Nextel by calling Marshall Wireless today. If you feel your company can use an advantage over the competition, then do what so many other companies in St. Louis have done. Call Marshall Wireless, your Nextel authorized representative at 636-938-9000. Remember, there are a lot of deputies in town, but there's only one Marshall. That's Marshall Wireless, just like there's only one push to talk. That's Nextel. 4.30 at the Big 550. A little early, but we're going to try to find Paul Ford in the Golden Oak Lending Jet Copter 550. Any luck, Paul? I figured that would happen. Does the exterior of your home need a facelift? And if so, what's the right product for you? Hi, I'm Paul Berner with Amazing Siding. At Amazing, we carry it all. From our patented Amazing Plank Insulated Siding System to James Hardy Fiber Cement Siding to conventional siding. In fact, no one can offer you the selection in products or pricing that Amazing Siding and Windows can. We can inspect your home's exterior and recommend the best product for you. And Amazing Siding's untarnished reputation means that you and your home will be treated with the utmost respect. Trust your home to the top performing siding company in America. Call Amazing Siding for a free inspection and estimate. Call now and receive 15% off the price, plus pay absolutely nothing until 2006. Call 636-532-1997. That's 636-532-1997. Call Amazing Siding and you'll never pay 
now and pay next year. That's 636-532-1997. And thank you. This is Tuesday. Ultimate. Blue Fuse Ford of Chesterfield, part of the largest network of dealerships in St. Louis, right off Highway 40 near the airport. Or visit www.fuse.com. 434 at the Big 550. Time for a second try on traffic. Here's Paul Ford in the Golden Oak Landing Jet Copter 550. Paul, this isn't funny. Transmission problems? Don't take your chances. Take it to the experts. AMCO. Double A. MCO. Call 1-800-GO-AMCO for the center nearest you. the first five years of Saturday Night Live? No. I watched part of it. No, I did watch the first five years, so I didn't watch it again. Oh. I watched it in college, no, man. No. Then you didn't see this, because this was mostly interviews with people the people talking who worked there. Yeah. What did you have for breakfast this morning? Carnation Instant Bitch? Nope, oatmeal. <laughs> I thought it was yeah. really very interesting, and I was glad it wasn't just clips and reruns. <laughs> right, we've seen that enough. And I, I thought it was was interesting too that Aykroyd and Lorne Michaels and a few of them really did acknowledge the drug use and the fighting. And I thought that was just kind of interesting yeah. that they really opened up about that stuff and how that the um, the one in the group who kind of turned her back on all that was Jane Curtin. She wouldn't have anything to do with the cocaine use. She wouldn't have anything to do with a lot of that stuff. She wanted to come in, rehearse, get the show done, and all that other shenanigans. She really didn't. And it was interesting, too, to find out that John Belushi couldn't stand any of the women on that show except Gilda Radner. Really? He didn't think that. He tried to get them all fired. He wanted them off the show because he kept telling Lauren Michaels he didn't think women were funny. <clears throat> and women shouldn't be on that show. And they shouldn't have anything to do with comedy except Gilda. <laughs> he thought Gilda was funny. So that, that was all. A lot of that stuff was the, the first time that... You'd had a chance to, you know, hear things like that. Congratulations to uh, Jeff Gordon. Yeah. Daytona 500 winner yesterday. What a great last nine laps. Oh, man, that uh, that Tony Stewart and uh, Jimmy Johnson, uh, the bumping back and forth. and uh, that is, uh, you, you got When you're doing 180 miles an hour, you got to know just how hard to bump the guy. Yeah, <laughs> fishtailing and squirt. Right. You know, it's, it's fun to watch. And, and yeah. as hard as I've tried to understand and get into it, I can't do it because I really can only get caught up. It's kind of like um, football. I watch the last quarter. You kind of get yeah. the best of it. And that certainly was the case yesterday, except for a, a two or three really good uh, wrecks. Yeah. Well, you know what? I, I did what I almost do in every single NASCAR race. I watched all the pre-racing stuff and the, and the people singing and, and all the interviews and stuff like that. Then I watched it start, boogity, 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 let's see it take off. And I watched like 197 laps and fell asleep. So when oh. all the exciting stuff was happening, like the last five laps, I didn't see it. 
<laughs> and for those of you who didn't see it, I'm going to tell you something. It put the Super Bowl to shape. I've never seen yeah. such a pregame one hour and a half that is of the him. most unbelievable. Yeah. So Vanessa Williams and uh, Matthew McConaughey and Clint and Black. Holy that macro. is their Super Bowl. It's their first ring. Yeah, isn't that funny? Biggest, uh, but I think it's a, it's a better show. Uh, forget the race part. I, the, the, I just think they're they're even better. And how about the way that NASCAR takes its players, its drivers, and incorporates them in such clever ways into commercials? You know, no other sport, no other sport has participants who are as good at playing along with those situations they put them in in promos mm -hmm. and commercials. It is very entertaining. And for all the sports that Fox covers, I think their best is in NASCAR. I really do. They well, do pretty good football, too. Yeah, uh, but I still think yeah. NASCAR well, is their yeah. premier coverage. Did Fox coverage. do the Super Bowl? Yes. They yeah. did the Super yeah. Bowl, the World Series. They did the Daytona Five. I'm mm -hmm. going to tell you something. Mm -hmm. Somebody blinked, and Fox came along yeah. and took it all. They are the sport, yeah, sports yep. leader. I mean, it used to be ABC. Uh, goodbye, except for Monday Night Football. Fox has, uh, has come on real strong. Uh, one other quick thing. By mistake, I watched uh, a movie over the weekend because my, I sent my son to the store to get uh, planes, trains, and automobiles because I hadn't seen it for a while. Oh, and I saw Roger Ebert on TV promoting his book, and he made reference to planes, trains, and automobiles, and he talked about how, in, in his mind, this was really one of the great mm -hmm. Uh, comedy. So when I saw that, I told my son, I said, hey, go get the trains, planes, and automobiles. Well, he came back that night with the wrong movie. He came back with Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, which I had never seen. And I put it on, and i got to tell you, I, funny. It, it was funny. Mm -hmm. It was very funny. The whole idea was, so if you've never seen Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, and then, because it was kind of a crappy Saturday, while I was doing some other things, putting some paperwork away. Crappy there, Saturday. Sitting, wasn't Saturday kind of crappy? Mm -hmm. Saturday? Oh, that's right. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm sorry. Yeah, it yeah. was Sunday. That was so beautiful. Um, I, I was putting papers away that I put on the kitchen counter. Some of them dated 03. You know, it's just stuff you go, I'll get to that later. Well, guess what? I didn't get to it, and so I had to throw a bunch of stuff away. So I, I got the TV on, and I watched what I have to tell you. To me, it is one of maybe one of the dumbest, stupidest, but funniest movies ever. And it didn't do well uh, when it hit the theaters. But I could watch it once a year, and that's the Coneheads. Oh, oh that I saw me. that too. <laughs> Holy cow, that's funny. I know. Great. Chris Farley, you don't realize who's We are all from in France. <laughs> <laughs> you don't realize who's all so in it. There's great. Chris Farley. There's, um, um, what's his name? That, that, that His wife shot him. Um, oh, oh, Hartman. 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 Oh, oh, it's full of SNL fans. Yeah. And uh, David, uh, David Spade's in it. Yeah. And that that business about we are from France, and 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 then that uh, scene where the uh, INS officials come to the house and they're in costume. He's got a Abe Lincoln hat, like like yeah. you would. You couldn't tell the head's going head. Oh. It is absolutely hilarious. What Beldar? What was her name? Um, oh, they were Bell and uh, Rem yeah, and Chris Farley. That oh. guy. He he was the, the best. boyfriend. Oh, yeah, yeah. the best funny. at being just a pathetic loser. <laughs> Jason Alexander was in there. He was yes. their neighbor. Yes, <laughs> he was playing golf with Beldar. <laughs> and 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 it's funny to <laughs> the fireworks scene when uh, the school has a uh, you know fireworks courtesy of Beldar Conehead. He volunteered to do fireworks and he sends off a bottle rocket. <laughs> 
And, yeah. and, and everybody's going, oh, boo. And then all of a sudden, it's a nuclear, like a boom. <laughs> <laughs> Lights the entire state, singes people's hair. I'm telling you, if you don't laugh at coneheads, I don't know. I can't help you. I don't How know what about when he's in the locker room when he, after he's done playing golf oh. and he goes to take a shower? He looks back. Oh, yeah. Oh, no he doesn't have a butt? Crack. Yeah, there's, yeah. No, there's no crack, and he just has two things that I don't know what they like. <laughs> I actually forgot. That movie is as funny as Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. Yeah. It, re it really is. Uh, we had time to chat a little bit if you'd like to call 314-969-KTRS. Toll-free, 1-888-550-KTRS. Dan Strauss will take your name, put it on the screen, and... We'll chat, just like we're about to do with Travis. Hello, Travis. Hey, you got, I got another movie for you. All right. The Big Lebowski. You know, I never saw it. I've I, never seen that either. I, I'm neither. a fan of that movie. I know John Travis. Goodman's in it. John Goodman's in it. And uh, Bridges. Uh, uh, Jeff Bridges. Bridges. Uh, Jeff. Yeah. That's a funny movie. Well, and what's oh. it about, Travis? It's about... Uh, I asked Travis. One guy. Well, hold oh, sorry. I said, what's it about, Travis? And this Maybe young, rude numbskull <laughs> starts... Who's that? Travis, I apologize he for Woody. Kid. He's just a dumb kid. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> what, I what's, it, what's it about, Travis? That's a good question. You don't really know. Um, All right, uh, kind of weird. All right, Woody. Well, I don't know. Yeah. And... What's it about? You're asking me. Yeah. This guy. yeah. Uh, well, Jeff Bridges plays this guy called the Dude, and uh, John good. Goodman is. It's hard. To, it's hard to describe. <laughs> it's, uh, two, guy, two guys who have good seen job. It. Good job. Two, two guys who have all. seen it, and neither one of them yeah. can describe yeah. it. Yeah. It's a good movie, though. I promise. Yeah. Uh, I, I, all right. I believe you. Thank you, Travis. See ya. All right. See ya. There goes Travis. Here comes Mike. Hello, Mike. Uh, good afternoon, Frank. Afternoon. Uh, AM and PM. Thank you. Hallelujah. I just wanted to call up and tell you that uh, Beldar Conehead's wife was Primat. Okay. What, what, what was it? Primat. All right. Well, you have a good day. Yeah, how do you pronounce it again? Her name was what? You got to you you turn your radio down. That doesn't work. It was. It's Primat. Primat. Yes, Primat Conehead. All right. Thank you, Mike. Okay. Have a good day. Bye. Doesn't sound familiar, mm -mm. but hey. And that Sam Elliott, that clip we have from Sam Elliott at the end of the show that uh, uh um, you all did go down the trail. Yeah, that's from uh, the Big Lebowski. He's oh. in that Sam Elliott. Oh, that again. That sounded like Sam Elliott. What did he say? Uh, get you all later. Oh. See you later on down the trail. Yeah, that sounds. Yeah. Like I like, like Sam Elliott. Yeah. I like Sam Elliott. <laughs> Hello, Bob. Yeah, Frank. Yes, sir. Hey, what's your thoughts on uh, President Bush building a Social Security office in Mexico City? I'm not going to talk about that. That's way too heavy for this show. Yeah, well, we. Can't you tell people about it that they need to call a congressman and get? No, no, we don't do that here. You'd have to, uh, you'd have to call the old folk station. Let them or McGrill, take right? that. In other words, uh, you're un American because you advertise foreign cars and drive foreign cars. Uh -huh. Well, let me see. Uh, sell Chevys for Johnny Landoff. That's not a foreign car. Yeah, BMWs. About every time I tune in, you're advertising some kind of foreign car and Toyota. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you absolutely better believe it. McDonald's is a Japanese restaurant. Mm -hmm. Wait a minute. You you obviously yeah, have a. And the more the more people buy them foreign cars, the worse the deficit is, and we're just selling the country. Well, let me ask you a question, Bob. I've talked to people like you before. Do you not buy anything foreign? I haven't for quite a while. Do you have a microwave? Walmart one day with a list about. Six inches long, and I come out empty-handed. Bob, do you own a camera? Bob, do you own a camera? 
No, sir, I don't. You don't own a camera? No. Do you own a television? I did buy buy a cell phone. Do you own a television? Yes, I do. That's a foreign product. Do you have a microwave? Oh, I get the Zenith. No, it's foreign. No, three years ago was the last American-made television. They're all made overseas. Do you own a microwave? Why? Because people quit buying American products. They're giving the country away buying foreign stuff. People like me can't even buy American stuff anymore because of people like you. Would you buy a Cadillac? No, it's a it's made in foreign country. Cadillac. Yeah, CTS. Would you buy cars. Would you buy a Honda? No, sir. Made in America. Yeah, but where's the money go? Well, the you money know what? goes back overseas. Well, That's Bob, the you, trade deficits are bad. Bob, you're obviously much more of an expert on all this than I am, and you have all the statistics and the facts, and I don't. Well, it's just a plain fact. If you don't buy American in name, at least well, you can't do that. Going, all the profits going overseas. Bob, you can't do that anymore. You could. It's a, glo- it's a global. If people fight back and look at the label. There's hardly any unions left. It's a, Reagan ruined everything. It's a global. Are coming in and ruining the unions in uh, Texas. No Bob, fruit growers Bob, Bob, anymore. Bob, no unions. Bob, you need a good laugh. This is the wrong show for this. <laughs> but well, I, I, I'm just trying to get the little uh, truth out to the people. Well, what is the truth? That if they don't start buying American products and look at labels, they're going down the tubes. I don't have any kids to support, but you and your grandkids and everybody, they're going to be working for foreigners and making nothing because the unions are going to be gone. Bob, if television and radio did not accept any advertising from any product that was made overseas, there would be no television and radio. Right, but if the Amer- true Americans, if they weren't traders and they thought more of, the, of America than they do a, a couple of dollars, because down the road they won't have that couple of dollars. If they thought, uh, instead of thinking of number one, think of their country and buy American products, union-made, as much as they can, uh-huh. these foreign mm. companies wouldn't have enough money to advertise. Bob, here's the problem. You, in your mind, think that you are buying American, and when, in fact, in most cases, you're really not. I try every chance I get, but because of all the traders buying all this foreign crap, I don't have much choice anymore. So anybody in this country who buys anything foreign is a traitor. That's right. It's un-American activity. But you have a cell phone, you said. <laughs> That's right. That's, you can't buy one anyplace else. Well, wait, what, else. Well, hold, hold. what kind of cell phone do you have? It's a Motorola. I don't buy anything unless it's got a, at least American name. Uh-huh. But but the components of a Motorola, it's not. I know that. I know that, Frank. Okay. Well, what do you, what, what, I, I, what I, I, do you I paid, propose we do, Bob? I paid an extra $100 to buy a VCR probably uh, 10 years ago. And a guy told me I could save $100 by buying a Kung Fu brand. And I said, no, I want a Zenith. I'm not going to look at that foreign name. Uh, Bob, 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 a Zenith VCR is made in Japan. I know it. But because you can't buy them anyplace else. But well, why why did you choose to pick an American pay- company? Why, well, it's not an American company, though. Zenith was sold. It's a Japanese product. Well, when I bought this thing, they were still American. They went Amer- You said you bought it a year ago? Ten years ago. Okay. All right, Bob. Well, Bob, you know what? I appreciate your call. Well, I just hope the people wake up before it's too late. They already got a goofball for a president. All right, Bob. Wrong show. Thanks for calling. I'm not here to argue. I'm not here to fight. I'm not here to to argue, especially. We went through this years ago. Some guy called me years ago, and his statement was, I don't own one thing that's Japanese. remember that. And I found out he had a camera that was a Japanese camera. His microwave was Japanese. His TV was Japanese. We went through a list of a bunch of stuff, and he told me the brands. I told him what they were. And all of a sudden, I think the guy hung up and killed himself. I, I don't know. Well, I don't know for sure. That's what I was going to say about Bob. I wish Bob's name was Francis. I would say lighten up, Francis. Yeah. <laughs> because he, he sounds like he's really uptight about this, and I understand that. 
but that's the way things are today. Right. And, and I think most people, don't you? I mean, if I if I see something, if I see two products next to each other and one has an American name on it, I I would probably go toward that. But that's not really right. realistic. In but this we're day. in that generation. We're kind of we're kind of the bridge from our parents' generation to our children. Our children aren't going to recognize even if no. the name is an American okay. name. They're not going to recognize it's an international it the way we remember. Economy. Yeah, that's it's, exactly it's different right. now than it was 50 years ago. The very radio that Bob is listening to us on, I guarantee you, is not yeah. an American oh, yeah. product. Right. And the other interesting thing he said was all the, I think he said, Mexicans coming up into Texas and all and trying to bust the unions. Well, let's remember that Bob probably was born in this country. I'm guessing at least one to two generations back they were from another country. I mean, that's what we are in America is a mix of all kinds hey, of here's the, here's the other thing, Bob, if you're still listening. Man, you need to relax and find something to laugh at because my take on you is you are a miserable, unhappy human being. And when you call me and call me a traitor to this country because I promote the... Uh, Kent Newbold employs a lot of people, just as Londoff does, uh, just as Bomberito Cadillac does. I read an article not long ago on the components of some of the GM cars and where the parts came from. A lot of the GM cars or the American-made cars are more foreign than not. Um, I think people who think that a Harley-Davidson is a 100% American product would be shocked to find that some of the components and parts do come from overseas. Uh, it's impossible. This is a global world. There are, I'm sure to many people who, who know more about it than I do, will tell you there are some tremendous advantages in doing business all over the world. Uh, we have products now that we would never have had mm -hmm. had the foreign manufacturers not forced us to make them better, mm -hmm. not forced us to get better. You know, it, it, Toyota and, and Volkswagen are probably the two cars responsible more than any other for our getting cars made here that get great gas mileage. Mm -hmm. Now, Bob's take on that would have been, well, we should have never let them in this country. <laughs> okay, mm -hmm. we'd have never let them in, and we'd still be driving big monster like, gas. Like, like Russia belching out. Uh, yeah, 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 we'd still be <laughs> sucking down gas in mm -hmm. oversized uh, Buicks, and, uh, you know, because nobody would have ever come along to force us to scale it down and, and give people more for their money. End of discussion. Wrong station, Bob. Mm. It is eight and a half minutes before five o'clock at the big five fifty. If you smoke and you this is an American company, I might add, easy way. I believe that you know, maybe they're not. I don't know. It doesn't matter. If they can stop you from smoking and you want to stop smoking, and I really do believe that even the people who say, I don't want to stop smoking, I think a lot of those people are not telling the truth. I think that they somehow feel better and justify not smoking by saying, mm, I'd rather smoke than not smoke. If you really think about that, how can that be true? How can you rather, how could you prefer to have yellow teeth, yellow fingers, bad breath, burn your clothes, burn holes in your suit, stink up your car, stink up your house, um, spend the money you spend for... How could you prefer that over not smoking? Now, not easy for everybody. Not easy for most people. Some people can quit cold turkey, others can't. For some, the patch and the gum and um, all those other methods work. For others, it doesn't. For 80% of the people who try easy way auricular reflex therapy, it works. It works so well that they don't smoke again. 80%, 4 out of 5. So you've got to find out if you're in that 4 out of 5. It'll cost you $125 and 20 minutes of your time. 
It's not a fancy place. In fact, it's very plain, very unimpressive. What's impressive is the results. It's an easy name to remember, easy way. If you're interested, here's the number, 843-EASY, 314-843-EASY, the easy way to stop smoking. Oh, states. What? The St. Louis Boating Sports Show is back February 22nd to 27th at the America Center. Boating exhibits, seminars, and prizes. Visit stlouisboatshow.com for details. 455 at the Big 550. We've tried to talk to Paul Ford, and I think it's our fault, but we'll try one more time. In the Golden Oak Lending Jet Copter 550, are you there, Paul? No, it's our problem. All right. This guy will be here from downtown St. Louis. It's the Bill Cleveland segment starring Bill Cleveland along with Bruce Limpers and the All Boy Orchestra. Brought to you by LaCleed Cab, your AM and the PM cab company, 314-652-3456. I'd like to dedicate the rest of the show to Bob, if I could. Uh, cheer up, Bob. And now here's Bill Cleveland. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Bill. Westbound 40, you can look for... Oh, no, traffic. Oh, no. That's good. Well, the newspaper The Sun is reporting that an inventor from Ukraine is marketing a musical condom. It has a, a tiny electronic sensors and changes songs depending on your sexual position. Uh, the music also gets a little bit louder as the sex gets more passionate. And when uh, Terry Daly puts it on, it plays the minute waltz. Oh, good one! <laughs> That's a close. <laughs> a Hotel, Casino, and Spa in Atlantic City, New Jersey, is instituting a new weight limit policy. Starting today, employees, mainly female cocktail servers, will be forbidden to gain more than 7% of their body weight. The new policy is aimed at the female servers nicknamed Borgata Babes who wear skimpy, low-cut outfits. And the new policy was apparently put into place after a few customers started calling them Burger King Babes. Mm. Going downhill. You kind of get it, no? Mm. Yeah. That traffic one was pretty funny, though, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Georgiana Page, I believe is her name, she's suing New York City for violating her civil rights by arresting her during the Republican convention when she was protesting the war by wearing a huge cardboard Hummer costume. Uh, she should know better. Public Hummers are only allowed at the Democratic convention. Oh. Recovering. Yeah, and finally this no, Monday. No. Well, there's some controversy going around about Pluto, the ninth planet. Some say it's a planet. Others say it's just gases, clouds. Uh, some say it's the reflection in the sky from the extra holes drilled in Kirstie Alley's belt. But the, the Bill Cleveland segment brought to you this afternoon by our good friends at McLeed Cab. McLeed Cab, the official AM and the PM cab company. And from downtown St. Louis, I'm Bill Cleveland on the Big 550. Oh, he kind of jumped in there. Thank you, Bill. Bye, Bill. Jumping the gun a little bit. Got time to take one call. Hey Ted, I got thirty seconds, forty-five. You hey, listen, I'm just calling to tell you. You tell that uh, the guy Bob that called up gave you such a rough time. You should watch this B-rated movie that I saw over the weekend called "A Day Without a Mexican." <laughs> I mean, it's serious. It, it, it's a really funny movie, but uh, I tell you, it tells it all like it is. All right, it uh, sounds funny. Yeah. All right, thank you, Ted. You're welcome. All right, there goes Ted. <laughs> is coming. How about Doug Weed? Taping the conversation with George Bush. You know, that's the kind of guy. He holds the tapes for yeah. all the. Then he's a good friend, a confidant. <clears throat> Wants to sell a book. Oh, my yeah. goodness. And he will, probably. Yeah. All right. Here's an email I'd like to share. Hey, Frank, AM and the PM in Las Vegas. 
called in the other day and said, I miss bandanas, and now it's getting worse. We're craving it. I was wondering if they will next day air some barbecue out here. I will pay whatever it takes. I thought Vegas had everything. Well, I was wrong. They do not have great barbecue. Any help you can throw my way would be great. Come on out to Vegas. Dinner is on me. That's the least I could do for seven years of entertainment you gave me while I was in St. Louis. And it says, I miss you guys. Listen online when I can. Bob Davidson. Bob Davidson in Las Vegas with all that Vegas has to offer. What does he miss? What does he crave? Bandana's barbecue. And I can understand that. And I don't doubt that there's no barbecue anywhere in Las Vegas like bandanas. We are lucky. That we are the world. Bob, that's a, you know, that's a USA product. <laughs> Bandanas. That's not foreign barbecue, Bob. Bandanas barbecue. Good, lean, smoky barbecue. Smell that smoke. 13 locations in the St. Louis area. Also in Springfield, Missouri now. Columbia, Missouri, and St. Joe. Soon to be all over the world. Bandanas barbecue. It's 5 o'clock. From ABC News. I'm Bob Schmidt. Moving beyond the bitter dispute over Iraq is what President Bush wants leaders in Europe to do. He is in Brussels, enlisting support for what the U.S. wants in post-war Iraq. Breaking bread with a French president who's been a sharp critic of administration Iraq policy. It's my honor to be joining Jacques Chirac for dinner. Thank you for coming, sir. I've really been looking forward to this moment. So have U.S.-French relations thawed enough to make President Chirac a welcome guest at the Bush Ranch in Texas? I'm looking for a good cowboy. The Bush-Chirac meeting lasted longer than planned. A French spokesman says the two presidents laughed a lot. Three more U.S. soldiers have been killed in Iraq. ABC's Nick Watts says a roadside bomb went off today. His fellow soldiers came to the aid of a wounded GI. At around 8 a.m. this morning, a U.S. Humvee was involved in an accident with a civilian vehicle. As the soldier injured in that accident was being loaded onto a helicopter, the bomb exploded. Eight other U.S. troops were injured. A California town in the news after a deadly January mudslide is being threatened once again. Here's ABC's Alex Stone in Los Angeles. Six families decided to leave what's left of La Conchita. It wasn't that long ago that a mudslide killed their friends and family members. Geologists say the hillside above the small town is still unstable and could slide again. Seventy miles to the south in Glendale, 30 people were evacuated because of a mudslide. Separate landslides have killed two people near L.A an elderly man and a teenage girl. Still missing, the 34-year-old pregnant Texas woman and her 7-year-old son subject to that Amber Alert nationwide. Fort Worth Police Sergeant Renee Camper says Lisa Underwood's SUV turned up today in a pond near Denton, Texas. No sign of the woman or her son. Underwood has been missing since Saturday. You're listening to ABC News. America is a country of entrepreneurs, and if you're a small business owner, you're helping shoulder the lion's share of the U.S. economy. You can lighten that load a little at Sam's Club. To save you time, we offer click and pull and fax and pull. Place your order online at samsclub.com or by fax before 5 p.m., and at no extra charge, it's ready to pick up the next morning. Now that's teamwork, and we're proud to be a small part of your team. Sam's Club. We are in business for small business. Get out of debt and get on with your life. Agencies offering Care One credit counseling services can help. If you have four, six, ten thousand dollars in credit card bills, find out how quickly your debt can be paid off. Some can save up to 57% in payments every month. Get out of debt and get on with your life. Call now for a consultation and debt analysis. Call for licensing details. That's Care One Credit Counseling Services. 1 800 695 9092. That's 1 800 695 
9092. Good afternoon, everyone. It is 503. I'm Brian Houseworth, KTRS News. Families of residents at Bell Fountain Habilitation Center will be traveling to Jefferson City Wednesday criticizing Governor Blunt's proposal to close the center. Bell Fountain Parents Association spokeswoman Mickey Swanson of Florison calls the proposal ill-conceived. There are people there that, at Bell Fountain that are going to die if they're put out because they have no place to put them. They've admitted that they don't know where they're going to go and a lot of them would end up in nursing homes who are not equipped to deal with this type of resident at Bell Fountain. Swanson tells KTRS News parents and employees will board buses Wednesday morning. A House committee will hold a special hearing on the issue. The use of eminent domain sparks a protest today outside St. Louis City Hall. Uh, it's been in my family 73 years, sir. My grandparents and my mom and dad's and I'm staying there with my mom right now. Howard Thompson, one of the demonstrators, he's calling for an end to eminent domain. Thompson says his South St. Louis home is in danger of being taken along with 18 other homes to develop a shopping center. Defense lawyers have begun calling witnesses in the trial of a North Carolina man. He's charged with murdering his sister-in-law's allegedly abusive husband. At trial in St. Louis County Circuit Court, Dennis Irby reportedly told a detective he never expected to see his home again because he expected to die in prison. Prosecutors say Jeffrey Sexton abused his wife and that her family retaliated days later. He's not a suspect, but major K-Squad detectives are still looking for a man who may have been the last person to see murder victim Guy Abramson alive. Abramson's body found this weekend in Granite City. Captain Jeff Connor says James Beatty is not a suspect. This is someone that we'd like to uh, interview as to what type of conversation he had with the victim when they were together. Abramson's body found Saturday morning a vacant apartment in the 1900 block of Edison. Avenue, the homeless veteran had been stabbed several times. An actor known for his role in Lethal Weapon in St. Louis today, speaking out against war and calling for peace. Actor Danny Glover was taking part in a strategy session for the United for Peace and Justice organization at the Millennium Hotel. The event was to organize protests set for March 19th, which is the two-year anniversary of the war in Iraq. Glover says the war needs to come to an end now. And this little shock and awe has not brought people to the table. How can you shock and awe people into democracy? And so we have to begin to talk about a real democracy. What is happening here, here, and the, and the, and the peace movement, and the movements of social justice. The organization represents over 1,000 groups from across the nation. They are calling for the immediate pullout of American troops in Iraq. Steve Klotz, KTRS News. On Wall Street today, U.S. financial markets closed because of the President's Day holiday. The markets reopened in the morning. The KTRS Doppler 5 forecast from Chief Meteorologist Cindy Pressler. Mostly cloudy tonight, a low of 35, and tomorrow cloudy with a high of 47 degrees. 43 degrees at Lambert Field. It's 5.06, and you're up to date. Now with traffic, here's Paul Ford in the Golden Oak Lending Jet Chopper 550. Paul? Schools offer lessons that won't be forgotten the day after graduation. Lessons of self-worth, respect, and responsibility. Look into Catholic schools, where every child's a gift. 314-792-7304. The Big 550, KTRS St. Louis.
Banana special. Well, good afternoon and welcome to the February 21st edition of Opinions Playhouse. Hello, Bob. Dedicate the show to Bob. Good old yeah. Bob. Mr. Good Mood Bob today. He called <laughs> us earlier. Brought to you by First Community Credit Union. I was in there Saturday. I can't believe how many people were in there. This this credit union thing is very, very popular. We'll tell you a little bit more about why and how you can check it out after we uh, do a round of introductions. Today is President's Day. Uh, Karen brought in a little presidential trivia, so she is exempt. Uh-huh, yeah. And uh, she's not able to participate because she has already seen the answers. But um, let's do this first. Control board operator is Woody Geis. Woody, say hi to your sponsor. I would like to say hi to the folks at Woods Basement Systems. You can call them for a free estimate at 1-800-203-8384. Did they make my presence possible? And hello to the chip. Say hi to Bob, too. Hi, Bob. Oh, yeah, we like Bob. Karen Vale's here. Hello, everyone, especially hi, Bob. You bet. We love Bob. Uh, Dan Strauss in the house with Charles. Dan, how's it going? Oh, it's going great. Hello, Bob. As much as Bob said he hated me, mm. I guarantee you Bob is still listening. Yeah. Hebe Jimenez here is here in charge of security. <laughs> Good job, Hebe. Rat Boy's here. Steve. Terry Daly's here. Hey, Bob, nothing is that serious. Fighting up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, isn't that the truth? Um, let's see. Oh, Bernice is in heaven. You are so kind, Dan. Steve, the conductor, who's now 56 years old. Oh, just had a birthday is uh, here. And how about Bruce Limprist in the, oh, boy, orchestra. By President's Day presents, do we do we do that? Change? No, yeah. I bought them for you guys. No. If you didn't buy them, you're I'm thinking not of, mine. Yeah. You're thinking of Presence Day. Oh, That's when no, you do I that. <laughs> <That's a day. laughs> uh, Playhouse brought to you by First Community Credit Union. I went in Saturday, met a listener in there named Joe. Hello, Joe. Nice to meet you. He's a, a member, as I am. Joe and I are members of uh, First Community Credit Hello, Union. And I will tell you that never, ever, when I went into the bank, any bank. Have I seen as many people as I saw in there Saturday? And they had enough people there because they knew they were going to be that busy. I, I don't know that I understand completely the difference, but I'm starting to. And I'm serious when I tell you there were at the Ellisville First Community Credit Union on Saturday when I was in there, easily 20, 25 people in there oh, getting traded on. Incredible. So what is the deal you say with a credit union? Well, here's the deal. With First Community Credit Union, you join it and you're a member. For every account you open, you have to open a supplementary savings account and put $1 in it to qualify as a member. Oh, I know. It's a little steep. Then you get the benefits of membership. One of the benefits being that uh, they don't have to make a lot of money to pay owners because there are no owners. There's a president and there are people that run the place, but the members own the credit union. And many of the members will tell you that they believe over time they've experienced better service, better rates, because of the advantages of membership. And whatever it is you want from a bank, checking, savings, CDs, car loan, all that stuff, money market, you can do all that at First Community Credit Union. It really is all the same services done in... Not a, a, a big, not a, not a difference, not a different way that you can see and uh, right up front, but you'll just notice there is, there really is kind of a difference to this place. It's sort of like 
There's a respect for the members when they come in the way you would respect the owners of a business when they come in. If you want to know more, you can go to their website, firstcommunity.com. Firstcommunity.com. Everything you want to know about First Community Credit Union, you'll find right there. First Community Credit Union. I'm proud to say I'm a member, and I invite you to join us, the rest of us who are members. Okay, a couple of quick uh, presidential trivia questions for uh, Terry Daly because he oh, was the 1998 trivia champion in Mary's Catholic Church of Bellevue, Illinois. And because at one time he demonstrated that he could recite all the presidents in order. Oh, that's long gone. Uh, this president was a Quaker. He became president. Richard Nixon. That would teach you to jump the gun. <laughs> and became president the same year the stock market crashed, spiraling the country into depression. The answer is Herbert Hoover. Uh, <clears throat> how embarrassing. Oh. Um, I think Richard Nixon was a there Quaker. Were, he was. Quaker. That's correct. He was. Which president built a tennis court on his farm to attract a bride? Whoa. Good one. A tennis court this on his great. farm I love this to attract a bride. Wow. Uh, Roosevelt? Teddy? Uh, I believe I'm asking uh, the 1998 trivia champion Catholic Church of to give him a chance to redeem himself. I don't know. Was Teddy the one in the wheelchair? Heaver who? Well, hold it. What'd you say? Was Teddy the one in the wheelchair? Big dumb kid. Harry Truman. Harry S. Truman built a tennis court on his farm to attract. I can't picture her playing tennis. Okay, go ahead. Who was the first president born in Texas? Um, that would uh, probably have to be uh, Lennon Johnson. He's not doing so well. Uh, it's been, it's wow. been, it's been well, seven years. Yeah, he hasn't yeah. recertified as a trivia no. champion. Seven years since champion. Who was Dwight D. Eisenhower? Ah, you better brush up. Yeah, I'll say. You better brush it up. Wow. Screw this town. Great game. <laughs> All right. John Rate is dead. Who's that? He's Bonnie's daddy. Is it Bonnie's dad? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I have to tell you that anybody under 60 knows him as Bonnie's dad more than they know him for anything else because Probably, the guy really yeah. doesn't have a huge resume. Unless you're a Broadway person, you know. It's it's pretty much all Broadway except for the pajama game, and he never really was in demand as a, as a movie star beyond that. So if you're a Bonnie Raitt fan, you need to know, I guess, that her daddy has passed away. At, at something like, how old was he? 80? Is that right? He was um, 88. Wow. And how about this? You know, what's wrong with a guy like this? This 96-year-old guy who wanted to be the oldest person to ever make a solo skydive, and then he dislocated his shoulder and banged himself up. If I'm 96, I don't think I'm doing this. It just doesn't seem to be a good idea. But he did it, hurt his arm on the way out the door, had a hard landing. Oh, you see him land? He almost took out power lines and the corner of a building. I mean, he came within a few feet of just... Tearing himself completely. He up. wants to jump again. Yeah, yeah, it's one, it's one yeah. of those great stories if everything goes oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're 96, though. I mean, yeah. well, George Bush does it. What, what is he, 80? Yeah, in the early 80s. Yeah, but he, yeah. For his 80th birthday, he jumped. He was a paratrooper, though, wasn't yeah. he? I mean, he kind of knew yeah, what he was pilot, doing. Yeah. This guy's on oxygen. I mean, I saw him interviewed. He's got oxygen tubes. Did he take yeah. the tank down with him, too? I don't know. That's uh, high altitude. Yeah. All right, check, check this story. And there's, I think there's way <laughs> too much. In the last few years uh, of this cutting guys' penises off, and, and Lorena Bobbin, I think we have this. Everybody to thank agrees with that. In Anchorage, Alaska, we have a 33-year-old woman who had. This was Saturday night. Uh, she 
cut her boyfriend's penis off. He's 44, she's 33, cut it off with a, a kitchen knife and flushed it down the toilet. Oh. Makes it hard to get back. Oh. They got it. They what? went to the sewer and got it. They reattached it. They went to the sewer and got his, his wiener. Then it was a sewage-soaked penis. Yeah, yeah. The inside. Good luck, good, luck get, good luck getting the date. Oh, Do they soak nasty. it in, like, hot water first? Oh, I, guess, I guess they have to oh, clean man. it up. Boil it. Boil it. No, they, they it would ruin it. I mean, they're supposed to be kept cold. But, I mean, can you imagine? Can you imagine when he... Where's that thing been? Oh, that happened to John Hadley, I understand. Says she uh, she apparently uh, tied him up. He agreed to be tied to the windowsill. Uh, they were doing like a sex thing. Uh -huh. He agreed to be tied to the windowsill. At that point, she gets a knife, cuts his wiener off, flushes it. She unties him and, and rushed him to the hospital. And when she told him what happened, they sent crews to the sewer. And yeah. they found it. How do you uh, find? How do you find oh. that? Do you take a big net well, and just start netting up? Sharks? The, I don't know. John Hadley walked in did, and said there'd be a huge plumbing problem if somebody tried doing that to him. Oh, <laughs> oh right. He get caught Why did she rush? It, why did she rush into the hospital? Well, either either, knows, either, you, either you cut it off or you rush them to the hospital. You don't, but doing both. Yeah. Either you know. you're serious. Or you're <laughs> make up your mind. You want Make a to. stand. But they reattached it. You know what? When they brought it back out of the sewer, yeah, I think I'd have said, no, no thanks. Okay, I don't want it now. All right, men, answer me this. When they reattach it, does everything work? Or is it just kind of hanging there for a look? No, I think they oh. reattach everything. I really. Think. Or you My, know what? mine's never been reattached, and it just hangs there. Just <laughs> <laughs> an ornament. It's like an ornament on a tree. Hey, I, I want to go back to uh, Hadley's comment. Yeah. What did he say? He said if they threw his down, it would clog Clogged the sewer system. Yeah, yeah, another term. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. If it was a Barbie toilet. That guy. He's he's dreaming. He just needs to think about. Yeah. Hey. Uh, what? What? Nothing. Well, you no. said, hey. No, they have those. They have those inserts, those things that you can put in to make it kind of like a Gumby, you know, oh, bendable well, buddy. that's like the extension. Okay, but just how about how about the basic uh, urination function? Is that going to work? I think so. Like a pipe cleaner. Yeah, I think almost. so. I think that yeah. works. Mm. Okay. Hopefully, we'll never know. Yeah. We'll never have to find out. All right, the, Bruce, give me the crazy music. This is a very bizarre story, and, I, and I, they have the pictures on the internet. Of this baby over in Egypt, listen to this. They have removed a second head <gasps> from a 10-month-old girl. <laughs> One of the rarest birth defects on Earth. Um, she's in serious but improving Carol, condition. Carol. <laughs> <laughs> here's, the, here's the condition. It's called craniopagus parasiticus. Huh? It's like conjoined twins, but you have an extra head growing onto your head. And there's a neck and everything. It even goes down a little below oh. the neck bone. Now you're talking. Two brains? Two distinctive brains? Well, you know, I, I don't know Or here. do they share the brain? It says the head that was removed was capable of smiling and blinking. Oh, no. Right. But, but did not have an independent life, so I'm guessing not a brain. Shared a brain. But it blinked and smiled. Hello, hello. 
How do you, how do you, that would be tough to cut the head off if it's yeah. smiling at you. I, I, don't, do I, don't, now. I don't know if I would do that if I were the parent. Oh, you know, because this, this young person has, has an opportunity to be the most unique person on the planet. How many people get that opportunity? How many people get two heads? You know what they say? Yeah. Two heads are better than one. I've never yeah. heard that. Heard Two-Face. <laughs> Holy All through life. Hey, why don't you stop talking out of both? Oh yeah, you got two heads. <laughs> now, now listen. They have video footage of the operation. Mm. It shows the other head smiling. Oh. And, that, and that, <laughs> yeah, what does he know? <laughs> and, and, and occasionally blinking. Thirteen-hour surgery, and they allowed journalists to watch. They saw the baby with her head in bandages and uh, tubes and. Uh, I wonder boy, if that oh footage is on the internet yet, because you know it's going to show up. They, they did it in small stages. They said cutting off the blood supply to the extra head while preventing increased blood flow to the heart, because that would have caused cardiac arrest. Mm -hmm. Unbelievable. What the... Oh. Whoa. A second head. He gets a two-head start on races. What? Oh, you're saying it's funny? What you, you know what? You know what's weird? If, if you can imagine, the second head is attached at the top of its skull. In other oh. words, it's a head with a top of the head coming out from this head uh, and then stopping and just kind of ending at a neck. Or is it a neck going no, out to no, the no, 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 it's the top of a. Here, here's a picture. Uh -huh. oh. it's, a, it's a head. There's a picture. The, the, two, Don't throw the, that the away. two tops of the head are gone. That second one is fully developed. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not like just a no, no, growth. Don't anything. throw that it's, away. It's I a face and everything. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> I don't know that I agree with that. The uh, woman who mud wrestled, the Army uh, military oh. police woman yeah. from Raleigh, North Carolina, they have dishonorably discharged her. You know oh. what? Let me tell you something. The Army is pretty hypocritical. Oh, really? Come on. She get mud wrestled. Uh, it was a, a, a light, a frivolous moment. She got caught up in it. Mud wrestled, and somebody saw her breast, and so they have dishonorably discharged her. If, if they if they apply the same standards to every guy in the service who's gotten drunk and done something stupid, right. uh, you'd have to dismiss uh, and discharge dishonorably about a third of the of the service. I, I think this is pretty extreme. I really do. I mean, it said uh, mud wrestling in bra and panties, and I guess the bra came off, and yeah. So, you know, come on, man. If anything, you ought to raise her rank. Give her, mm -hmm. give her a bump. Giving the troops a, uh, a lift. That's right. Yeah. I'm going to guess right now that this campaign in Middletown, Pennsylvania, is going to come under such fire, they will have to do away with it. And there's a uh, lady there who's a 33-year-old marathon runner. She was in good health till she got devastating news about a breast lump. And she had stage one cancer. She's been almost a year. Now she has a clean bill of health. She now has uh, started a campaign, and she uses three words in the campaign that she says will grab your attention. Her campaign is, feel your boobies. Oh. <laughs> she says, feel your boobies is about targeting a population that doesn't think too much about breast cancer. Uh, with the help of her dad, she sells T-shirts, hats. Other items with the slogan, feel your boobies, and the proceeds all go to breast cancer. Uh, she's a, she has the help of a, of a middle school art teacher with the artwork. She says, I think it's fun, catchy, and edgy, but it gets the message. 
You know, the way things are going these days, uh, somebody will shut her down. Yeah. Somebody will say, feel your boobies, okay. even if it saves some lives and raises money. Uh, they're not going to allow it. I, it won't stand, I don't think. I just mentioned this because it's so bizarre. I saw in the paper where a 21-year-old guy was fatally shot in the head just before 3 o'clock in the morning Sunday on the parking lot of a, of a club over on the east side. That's such a bizarre occurrence. Mm-hmm. Doesn't happen. Folks, if, you, if you're going to go to taverns, bars, clubs at 3 o'clock Sunday morning, pretty risky. Okay? I don't know that I'd want to be there and uh, do that. Get the ladies in. Ladies, get in here, please. <laughs> Ooh, that's nice. This is new, never before told, mm. and I don't even know who sent it. It was one of those somebody sent to somebody who sent to somebody who sent to somebody. Four brothers from Arkansas leave home for college, and they became successful doctors and lawyers, and they were very prosperous. And a few years later, they get together, and they have a chat at dinner, and they're discussing uh, the gifts they were able to give their elderly mother, who still lived in Arkansas. And the first son said, well, um, I had a big house built for Mama. She deserves it. You boys know. Our mama deserved a big house, and I'm happy that I'm able to do it. And the second one says, I, I couldn't agree with you more. He said, I, uh, I just had a $150,000 home theater put in her house, and I picked up the tab. And the third son said, well, I got a, a Mercedes dealer that I deal with, and I had him deliver a new SL600 to her. And the fourth son says, well, you know how mama loves to read the Bible or loved to when she could read, but she can't see or read anymore. Her vision is just so bad, I know she can't read. And I met a preacher, and he knew of a parrot that somebody had taught to recite the entire Bible. And it took 12 years and 20 preachers to teach the Bible to this parrot. And I know Mama's eyesight is so bad that she can't read and she loves the Bible. So I had to pledge to contribute $100,000 a year for 20 years. I pledged $2 million to the church to get this parent for Mama. But I think it's worth it. And it's really neat because they said all Mama would have to do is name a chapter and a verse. Just call it out, and the parent would recite it. And the other brothers are very impressed with this. And after the holidays, their mom sends them each thank you notes. And she writes to one son, Milton, that house you built me is so big. And I only live in one room, but I have to clean the whole house. Thanks anyway. Marvin, she writes him a note, says, I'm too old to travel. I stay home. I have my groceries delivered. I never use that Mercedes. But the thought was good. Thank you. She writes a note to Michael. She says, Michael, he gave me an expensive movie theater, put in my house, Dolby Sound, 50 people can watch a movie. Michael, all my friends are dead. I've lost my hearing. I can't hear the THX, Dolby, whatever. I'm nearly blind. I can't see them. I'll never use the theater. But thanks for the gesture. Then she writes to Melvin. The guy that got her the Bible reciting parrot, she says, My dearest Melvin, you were the only son of my four sons to have the good sense to give me something practical.
the chicken was delicious. <laughs> It's Mustang Mayhem this weekend at Sunset Ford with the largest selection of 2005 Mustang GTs in the Midwest, plus 30 other Mustangs in stock, only at Sunset Ford. Folks, Biff Burr. Attention parents with sons entering middle school. Chaminade College Preparatory School is hosting its spring middle school open house Wednesday, March 2nd at 7 p.m. Now is your chance to find out what one of St. Louis's premier middle school programs has to offer your son beginning in 6th grade. For more information on the March 2nd open house, call Chaminade College Prep at 314-993-4400, extension 150. That's 314-993-4400, extension 150. Or on the web at ChaminadeMo.com. Got it. I'm Adam Bold, founder and chief investment officer of the Mutual Fund Store. If you're changing employers or have a 401k with an old job, now is the time to consider your options. Cashing it out is your worst option. You'll have to pay federal and state income tax, and if you're under 59 and a half, you'll also pay a penalty for early withdrawal. You'll be left with only about half of your 401k. The best option is to roll your 401k into a self-directed IRA. There are no tax consequences, and you won't be confined to the limited choices that restrict your options in the typical 401k. Plus, you'll always be in charge of your IRA, regardless of where you work. By opening a self-directed IRA at the Mutual Fund Store, you get professional advice and access to thousands of no-load funds. After all, if you're going to take the risk of the markets, don't you owe it to yourself to be in the best funds? If you have a rollover or an old 401k, call my advice. Advisors, Troy and Kurt, here at the Mutual Fund Store now. They're waiting for your call. 386-6868. That's 636-386-6868. I'm a traveling man. Made a lot of stops. Time to go out where, as the song says, it never rains in Southern California. Dr. Mike Evans, brought to you by Professional Employment Group, professionalemploymentgroup.com. On the web, and uh, you'll find all you need to know about the company that puts people and companies together, short-term or long-term. Professional Employment Group, give it up for Mike Evans. Steph mm. Homer. Well, it's just, yeah, this rain is just unbelievable. I mean, you know, it, it is unbelievable. It's the worst rain we've had here in 50 years. Well, L.A. is even worse, and they say this is like a freak every 15 to 20 year thing. This I is... remember one about 15, 20 years ago. I was living in Redondo, and it rained. It never, it never stopped raining. There'd be one day of sunshine a week, and the rest was rain. Wow. Oh. Hi, Dan. All right. Well, you're good for another 15 years after that. That'd be good. Happy President's Day, everybody, for your bad yeah. stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's why we're off today. Oh, wait. Oh, oh yeah. That's why I'm working. Yeah. Okay. Um, if anybody... Oh, and by the way, how about those clowns that are meeting in St. Louis, those anti... Uh, no, Danny Glover, don't let the, the uh, airplane door hit no. you in a bus. <laughs> I'd say something to them, but I'm sure they don't have enough money to buy a radio. Mm. 1,125 groups represented by only 415 people. How does that work? I don't know. <laughs> That's not very impressive. <laughs> how does that work out? Uh, anybody there listening, though, wants to buy a second home, I've got a great deal for you. Jackie Chan just put his Beverly Hills home up for sale. Six point seven million, Paul. <laughs> wow. 
It's been called one of the neatest houses in Beverly Hills, 7,800 square feet, huge climate control a wine cellar. Oh, I got one of those. Three, uh, three fireplaces. I do, too. I call it my garage. Yeah. <laughs> three uh, fireplaces, a library, a full gymnasium. Uh, Chan is currently working on a movie called Myth and is selling the house because he's moving back to China full-time where he'll be headquartered. He ma he manufactures motorcycles there. Really? He manufactures cars there. Owns uh, about 20 hotels, shopping centers, apartment buildings. Uh, if he's not he's not too far away from from Bill Gates, I don't think this guy is really he's like rich. The Chinese Donald Trump. Jackie's done okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. mm. Jackie's also just signed to do Rush Hour Three with Chris Tucker. Oh yeah. It pays to kick people. <laughs> and perhaps, perhaps. Selma Hayek may be a co-star. Yeah. They're trying to get her. Uh, well, on Saturday, some friends of mine went over to the Ashley Simpson concert. Uh, Lucky. Lucky. They brought me some tape back. I'll tell you what, it is absolutely pitiful. That woman cannot sing a lick. But apparently somebody goes to see her and pays. 42 bucks. Yeah, she's coming uh -huh. here. And, 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 and there'll be lots of people who go. I've, I've, I've seen her uh, concerts on uh, VH1 and hmm? and that uh, MTV, and I mean they're little girls. They're the Donny Osmond, three, three down, me downs. Yeah, yeah. Um, a couple of quick comments about two passing since we last spoke. Hunter S. Thompson. I met him a couple of times. I was I was a really moved by Hunter S. Thompson. I thought he was uh, incredible. He, he, killed, he killed himself. Didn't killed he? himself. And Sandra yeah. Dee. Uh, yeah. I know a couple of people who know Sandra Dee say that she was the nicest woman in the world. Really? I loved her. A sweet, yeah. lovely, lovely lady. Hmm. Michael Jackson trial starts up again tomorrow. Are you ready? Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. I'm huh? driving up there tomorrow. Whoa! Oh, 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 I can't wait to Golf course is going to be bad, so call me on the cell phone tomorrow. All right. Uh, local Santa Maria merchants there say that things that they've never seen anything like it. Stores, hotels, restaurants, <laughs> even churches on Sunday packed because there's so many people in town. Uh, once one local merchant says it's too bad the trial doesn't go for years. <laughs> it's going six months. That's enough, I think. Latest celebrity thinking of running for political office: Tom Selleck. Oh, oh I will vote oh, for him. Let me tell you something. Did you see his movie this Sunday? I did. And you I, know what, Tom Selleck, okay. I hate to tell you this. I mean, I watch Magnum P.I. today. I love Magnum yep. P.I. I used to play a softball league, uh, a media softball league when I was living in Hawaii, and he played on a team that we played against four time, five times a year. Oh. A 35-game schedule, and we play each team five times. We're seven teams, so there you go. Nicest guy in the world, but that's Tom Selleck starting to look a little monstrous. Oh, he looked no, monstrous. He looks oh, good for him. Well, coming from a guy like Mike, though, you yeah. understand. He looks a little monstrous. Plus, he, he produced that, I read. Not everybody can be a Mike Evans yeah. in their midlife. Yeah. Well, I got sort of, you know, I, I don't look monstrous. I look elfish, maybe. <laughs> what was the series with the detective that had the bad body odor? Magnum P.U. Oh, yeah. Do <laughs> <laughs> you know I did? Yeah. Uh, P. Magnum P.U. Yeah. Hey, hey, Tom, uh, Tom. Hey, Mike. Uh, Selleck is, what, 60? It's about 60. Yeah. yeah. You'll hear the Magnum P.U. thing tomorrow on Craig Cornett. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And finally. No. Oh, come on. Come on. I'm getting cheated.
No, wait a minute. I'm not going to say final. I got some more stuff. For okay. You. He takes no, that. that's not good. Okay, well, two quick things. Cher is, is looking to do a movie career. She has offered some TV things. She's turned them down. She wants to do the big screen. I think Cher's a pretty good actress. Finally. She is pretty good. And finally. Oh. oh. Still getting cheated. Did you hear the Paris Hilton cell phones was hacked? The numbers of her private phone lists. Yeah. Her private phone lists have been spread all over the Internet. I can't tell you what a hassle that's been for me, fielding off hundreds of calls. Mike Evans, hired, sir. <laughs> I saw that. There's a website with her complete phone book from well, herself. Well, it won't really. It won't be any good now. But it's all the uh, every celebrity in there will have to change. They their, have uh, the numbers. numbers. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Really? yeah. No, I, I saw yeah. it. I'll bring it up in here. And, uh, oh boy. Well, yeah. I guarantee you Christina by now Aguilera they're all changed. Big st- oh yeah, <clears throat> they're all changed today, they're as right. of today. Yeah. How do you get that? I mean, how does someone get that and put it on? There's hackers now that can hack into cell phones oh, like the. Uh, <clears throat> there's a hacker. Yeah. Oh. Well, those cell phones the celebrities have, they're like mini computers now with the text messaging and emails and everything, so they have a lot of information. It would be kind of uh, really kind of cool to get, let's just say, um, for Karen, Tom Selleck's number. You get his number and you just text message him, hey, Tom. How's it going? Uh, you know, and he doesn't know who you got it a live is. One for you. Yeah. <laughs> if you're ever in St. Louis, look yep. up, look me up. Uh, here's my name, Karen Vale. Here's my name. I mean, uh, and, and Mike said Selleck was looking a little monsterish. Um, I should look so monsterish. Not in this picture. Not in this picture. No. This no. picture, he looks he's, fine. Uh, he's held up pretty yeah. well. Yeah. Did you ever see his wife? No. Who's he yeah. married to? Jilly, yeah. Jilly something. What? her name, I think. Really? For oh. a long time? Yeah. Oh. yeah. yeah. Long, but, but you look at her and you go, no, 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 no. Tom. Tom, what's your, come on. Has she hey, always been that way? Yeah. She's just yeah, not, she she's not what you would expect. Hello? Yeah. Hello? Anybody home? You would expect Tom Selleck to pick the, you know, the mm. beauty of all beauties, cream of the crop, and she's yeah. a very plain, just He probably met her before his big, uh... I don't think so. Really? I think he was already a big star. I don't know anything but, about him. But I, I, I don't know. <laughs> all right. <laughs> what, what, what's everybody like? Frank just cracked himself with the microphone. He just went... I don't think so. No. See, see, nobody, uh, nobody else. Well, I can that. hear it. It was though. just a, a noise that you make all the time when you hit your microphone. I know. We never say anything, but that's just the way yeah. we're, I guess, we're <laughs> different. The White House is looking for a new chef to cook for uh, the president and uh, first lady. How about that job? Mm. How, how would you like to have? That's pressure to me. You know, the president says, "I want a grilled cheese sandwich." You don't want to burn it. You don't want to, I mean, you better make it on Texas toast. That, and, and, and in the article where Laura Bush is talking about uh, the kind of uh, cook they're looking for in the White House, and this essentially is the guy who pretty much cooks for the president and his family. That, that's the job. And she says, and what, what caught my eye was she's talking about what they like to eat. She says, we like spicy food of all kinds. And we like Tex-Mex and barbecue. And you remember, bandanas was the choice of the president three times in Missouri. They ought to send David Seitz over. Mm-hmm. The guy that is what I'm definitely. thinking. Yeah. Oh, man. Send one of the Seitz boys over to cook in the White House. What, what a thrill if you got asked. I mean, really, if you got yeah. asked to be their cook. Because you know you get in on some behind-the-scenes stuff because you're in their quarters and, and survey. I, I think that would be... I, I think if you were a chef... 
and you had an opportunity to do this, you, you'd take a, a cut if you had to. Yeah. Just to say that for two or three years, you put in the White House. Oh, that would be huge. Have that, that on the resume? Yeah, have that on your resume when you get out. I, I, got a, I, got a, I had a chance to go in the kitchen in the White House, which is not part of the tour. And I'm going to tell you something. It looks like you are in the, the back of uh, the biggest commercial restaurant you can imagine. It is beyond belief. Mm. You'd think you're in the kitchen at Cracker Barrel or something because of all the state dinners. And think sure. about it. I mean, yeah. they do they do big um, sure they do. dinners with, uh, you know, I guess sometimes, what, 100, 200 people? And, and when they have those state dinners, can you imagine the security that food has to oh. go through? Once it enters right. the White House grounds to the time it goes into one of those always world leaders' mouths. Yeah. 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 I wonder if there's a stooge whose only job in the Secret Service is to taste hey, for poison. Make sure it's uh, not poison. I want that job. That, that would big be, old fat guy. Yeah, that would, that would be, that would be your, your Dan Strauss of security and Secret Service people. Hey, Dan, we what? think this might be poison. Go over and take a bite. But somebody has to do that. I mean, they probably have chemical testing where they take a sample and uh, do some kind of chemical analysis on it. Because if anybody was ever able to to slip into yeah. that food system, any anything that would get, I mean, what a, how do they even get the food in there? I mean, at, at what point do... I don't know. They can't possibly even even allow the water supply not to be tested. And you know, there's a produce mm. truck from some produce place right. that pulls up to the gate and they, they have to the guys climb in the back and look through all the lettuce and stuff. I, I bet it's unbelievable. Yeah. And then, that, that'd be a good idea. You talk about good ideas for television shows. Oh, just follow the Wait, head of lettuce from be, a produce yeah. market to the salad in front of uh, Mrs. Bush. Or <laughs> or do a special, a documentary on just the White House and, and the procedure for anything that comes into the White House. Anything. Mm -hmm. if you're a, If you're a painter and you know they have painters who come in and touch things uh, up. Sure. How, how do you qualify for that? How do you get the seal of approval that says, okay, we trust well, you to come to in? Well, it has to be somebody knows somebody who knows somebody, and, and yeah. then they do a background check, and then, uh, wouldn't you think? They're not just yeah. going to open the yellow pages in Washington, D.C. and pick somebody. Right. I just think there are there are certain people in the White House who I guess are never allowed to write books. They must sign something yeah, because everything from the housekeeper... Think about the housekeeper. The Don't you know the housekeeper has... Who watches the presidential underpants. Yeah. I mean, you know they know stories. Somebody does his underwear. I mm -hmm. doubt that Laura does it. Or, or maybe or they have the option. Maybe or, they just do it themselves. Or do they destroy? Oh, I'll bet they destroy his underwear and it's new underwear every day. I mean, I'm just thinking, I'll bet they just to keep people... Well, you know what? Now with DNA, you'd have to really worry about somebody capturing a sample a... of DNA. Do you know what I'm saying? Sure. From um, a yeah. source Cloning and the then Cloning. save it. Well, yeah. no, or save it and implicate him in something. I mean, there's all kinds mm -hmm. of reasons why you'd have to be... Yeah, yeah if I was the president, new underwear every day. You bet. Yeah, yeah. throw I'm those the away. I'm done with the United them. States. I'm not wearing the same underwear twice. No washing for me. <laughs> Same thing for socks. Yeah. Go for socks. New socks. Jerry Lewis never wears a pair of socks twice. New socks every day. Yeah. I'd even get new condoms every day. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would stop reusing them. I wouldn't hold back. Yeah. Stop reusing yeah, No more washing them out for me. Why not, man? You're the president. That's right. Go for it. Let's go uh, talk to John. Hello, John. Yeah, how's it going? Going great. You want an idea what the White House kitchen looks like? Uh, Yeah. 
You ever been down to the Ritz Carlton? Not in the kitchen, I don't think. They have the. You won't find very many cans. Anything. Everything's brought in fresh from wherever. It's fresh vegetables. The meat is like you wouldn't believe. The taste oh. is unreal. Oh, I'm sure. I'm it's sure. all fresh and it's all freshly baked. Very few canned stuff. It's it's good stuff. John, you're not a cook at the Ritz Carlton, are you? Uh, no. I had a, a project I had to do to guard somebody down there once. I had a chance to live in the kitchen. It's unreal. Who, who did you guard? Uh, Margaret Thatcher. Whoa, pretty big yeah but when you pay a high price for food they're getting the best at Ritz Carlton well that's uh, as they should I guess I want to get both hands back in my squad car you guys go back to the show so I can enjoy it some more alright thank you John no. alright there goes John Jim Holder's on the way he'll have sports for you and I guess uh, after the weekend now it is now finally final I think so no hockey because <laughs> I can't tell anymore it's over. It's not over. I, I think it's, it's over. He can talk about baseball. I think it's over. Spring training, yeah, maybe he'll concentrate on that. Callier and Thompson is in the kitchen and bathroom remodeling business. Bob, if you're listening, it's an American company. They're Americans. I've met them. Callier and Thompson, I, I can't tell you that every piece of uh, cabinetry or a fixture or appliance they put in there will be American-made, but, Bob, eventually you'll, you'll kind of get it. You'll understand that what you're trying to do is impossible. Callier and Thompson is in the total remodeling business. By that I mean you don't call them to say, I need to resurface my countertop and that's all I need. They, they don't do that. They don't do cabinet resurfacing. They do complete remodeling. They are not inexpensive. Let me just tell you that. This is a situation where you get what you pay for, but you have to pay for it. And when it's done, you will, you will agree that it was worth every dollar because it is first class. Three showrooms where you can see... Even though they're big, small rooms, just a small sample of what they do because the, the, well, the ideas that could be implemented are endless. You couldn't build a showroom big enough to include every idea for every kitchen and bathroom. Between your ideas, their ideas, and, and maybe what you've seen in magazines, they can do anything. But they can give you a little idea of the quality in their showrooms. They're located in West County, South County, and St. Charles County. And don't forget that in West County, in the lower level, is a separate showroom, 3,000 square feet of just appliances. If you just need appliances and you want the best appliances made in the world, then you need to see this showroom. And let me make this real clear. If you're looking for a washer and dryer combination for $500, just basic white apartment type quality, this is not the showroom for you. These are the finest appliances made in the world from all over the world. Bobby wouldn't like the showroom. 3334 CED for these details at 325 a month. Visit your local Cadillac dealer. All right, uh, Peon had an idea, and I and I, Woody, I mean, and I just wanted to say up front, I don't go for this, and I fought this, but he insists on doing it. He said he has a theme song for that that little baby over in Egypt where they removed the second head. Oh. That before the surgery, this would have been a good theme song.
<laughs> he, he's trying to make it funny. He's still working it. Two faces have four eyes. You think that's even funnier? No. Well, you're a sick, dumb kid. And Jim Holder has one big face. His oh, face goes. Big, his big. face is like mine. It goes one all the way up, all the way around his head. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know he's a he's a barbecuing master, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. but I don't know how domestically handy he is. We're gonna have to ask him if he's not. A lot of guys barbecue, but they can't you know fix the deck or something. If he's like me and you're like me and things happen around the house or around your place of, of your business, and you're not you're not capable of making it right, painting, plumbing, electrical work. Uh, Tom Vosen, Vosen and Sons Construction has a new a new division, if you would. It's called the Toolbox Team. And what will happen is you call them at 314-997-0990. Vosen, that's V-O-H-S-E-N. You call and say, hey, I need uh, some of the Toolbox Team or maybe one of the Toolbox Team. I need a carpenter. I need a painter. I need a plumber. I need an electrician. Uh, I need somebody to come out here and I've got some, you know, repair work to be done on the outside of the house. Whatever. And they will send you somebody highly qualified to get it done. And we all, from time to time, need those people. Well, now there's a place to go. And I will tell you that over the years when I've called Tom and said, I need this person or that person, he's never sent me anything but the best of the best. So if you want it done right and you want skilled, qualified people or a person to come out, Bosun and Sons Toolbox Team, 314-997-0990. Jim Holder is here. Hello, Jim. Frank, how you doing? I am AM in the PM. Oh, yeah. When's the first hockey game? Uh, oh, yeah, I forgot. I think next uh, September. The yeah. They play again, uh, I, forgot. I guess, Wednesday night. Mm. What's wow. up? Yeah. Uh, how about that? Uh, by the way, this is a Cadillac Sports Update. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was, it was a little ugly last week, and everybody got optimistic mm -hmm. that, uh, lo and behold, maybe they're going to... They were going to be at $45 million, Frank, with that cap, and players coming down, and the owners going up, and meet at 45, and let's have a 28-game season and all, but wasn't to be, so it's over. Now the National Hockey League Board of Governors are going to meet a week from today on the 1st, and actually a week from tomorrow, and they'll uh, start talking about whether or not they can get it together for a June draft and, and see what else uh, they can all be put together. Meanwhile, down in Florida, Tony La Russa, We'll uh, welcome the uh, position players, all the position players, people like Albert Poulos. Albert Frank is saying, well, i got to make sure that I have a spot on this team. I, I have to earn my what? position. Uh, <clears throat> and can you believe this will be Albert's fifth season already? Wow. I mean, you know, in four magical seasons, and hopefully it will culminate in a, in a World Series for the Cardinals in uh, 2005. But the position players will... We'll check in tomorrow. Many guys already on hand, like uh, Edmonds is there and Larry Walker with his first camp. Uh, he is there, and the uh, the Cardinals' first full squad workout will be on Wednesday. They've had pretty good weather down there, and uh, I think thus far things are uh, going well. Illinois, fourth week in a row, unanimous number one yeah. college basketball. I mean, they they just got it going. They're 27 and 0, 13 and 0 in the uh, Big Ten Conference. And uh, speaking of the River Riders, they won at Kansas City this afternoon, four to three. They've won eight games in a row. Randy Kicker, Big John Hadley tonight between 6:30 and 9 o'clock. It's a great, great show. All right, we'll talk to you tomorrow. You bet. Have a great evening. Thank you, Jim. Six o'clock at the Big 550. From ABC News.
I'm Bob Schmidt. California just can't get a break. It keeps raining in the north, more heavy snow, homes being threatened by mudslides, and something pretty rare for California. ABC's Lloyd Lindsay Young says a couple of tornadoes touched down today in the Sacramento area. These were categorized as either an F0 or F1 confirmed tornadoes, two of them. Meanwhile, very heavy snow is occurring in the Sierra Nevada, hampering holiday travelers from getting back from the three-day weekend. No word of much damage or any injuries in those tornadoes. At least three deaths are blamed on the California storm system. Heavy rain has flooded some streets and intersections in Las Vegas. President Bush sits down with a man who's made no secret of his distaste for the U.S. invasion of Iraq. ABC's Ann Compton wraps up a full day for Mr. Bush in Brussels, Belgium. Say goodbye to all those jokes about freedom fries. French President Chirac and President Bush dined together here in Brussels. This is my first dinner uh, since I've been reelected on European soil, and it's with Jacques Chirac. And that ought to say something. Something about the new agenda that President Bush has brought to Europe. On the diplomatic menu, Syrian troops out of Lebanon, pressure on Iran, and a full Palestinian state in the Middle East. Bob? ABC's Ann Compton with the president in Belgium. A few thousand anti-Bush demonstrators staged a protest outside the U.S. Embassy in Brussels. Some lobbed beer bottles and eggs at the building. North Korea's leader is quoted as saying he is willing to rejoin U.S.-led talks on nuclear disarmament if the U.S. shows sincerity. As Kim Jong-il reportedly put it to a Chinese envoy, North Korea claimed last week it has managed to produce some nuclear weapons. You're listening to ABC News. Ever wonder who coined the phrase, we eliminate the middleman? Well, one thing's pretty certain. It wasn't the middleman. And how did they eliminate him? Something fishy there. But I digress. GEICO pioneered direct-to-consumer car insurance over 65 years ago, and they've been saving smart drivers money ever since. Give them a call, and you might ask them, what did they do with the middleman? GEICO's customer satisfaction stands at 97%. How would you rate your car insurance company? GEICO. 1-800-947-AUTO. 15 minutes could save you 15%. Hey, it's me, your lips. I sound a little dry, huh? That's because you, you with the breathing and the talking and the eating and, and must you whistle? I'm losing moisture all day long. I need Chapstick Lip Moisturizer. Ah. It's got 10 protective moisturizers like aloe and vitamin E that just glide on nice and smooth so I'm soft, healthy, for the love of your lips. Go get some. Chapstick Lip Moisturizer keeps lips soft and healthy. Use it directed. Good evening, everyone. It is 6.03. I'm Brian Hellsworth, KTRS News. The major case squad has been activated in the shooting death of a man who was found today in Jennings. 31-year-old Carlos Metz of Ferguson was found on High Ridge Road. He was pronounced dead at a local hospital. He had been shot to death. Meantime, major case squad detectives are still reviewing evidence from the weekend Granite City killing of a homeless veteran. Investigators want to talk with a man who may have information. Captain Jeff Connor says James Beatty may have been the last person to see Guy Abramson alive. Connor says Beatty is not a suspect. Abramson was stabbed to death. His body found in a vacant apartment in the 1900 block of Edison Avenue. An elderly St. Louis man who
who is a registered sex offender, is accused of raping an 11-year-old girl. 70-year-old Oscar Murphy is being held on a million-dollar bond following his arrest yesterday for sexually assaulting the 11-year-old. Police say the victim went to Murphy's home near Marcus and Lee after school on Friday. She was trying to get help because she was locked out of her house. Police say that's when the attack took place. The girl was treated at a hospital. Authorities say Murphy has a prior statutory rape conviction. Trish Moiko, KTRS News. More than 100 angry protesters gathered outside St. Louis City Hall today, blasting eminent domain. Protesters are calling for the end of eminent domain abuse, which they say threatens many homes and businesses. James Roos says this is a real problem that needs to be stopped right now. They typically offer to us, and they knew we were fighting the eminent domain, they'd offer what I think is one-third to one-fifth of the value, what it would cost us to replace it. Then commissioners hear the case. We get maybe a, maybe a half of what it would cost to replace it. The U.S. Supreme Court will start hearing a case tomorrow on whether it is legal to take homes and businesses and then give them to private owners. Steve Klotz, KTRS News. A proposal for $600 million in Medicaid cuts in Missouri drawing fire from a group of area ministers, St. Louis Archbishop Raymond Burke and other leaders in the Interfaith Partnership of Metropolitan St. Louis will address reporters tomorrow morning. Families of residents at Bell Fountain Habilitation Center will board buses on Monday, a week from today. They'll head to Jefferson City where they'll attend a special hearing called by a House committee on the governor's proposal to close the center. Bell Fountain Parents Association spokeswoman Mickey Slauson. And we're also praying because Governor Blunt says he's a religious man. So we're hoping that God touches his heart and makes him see the in this uh, plan that he has. Well, it wants to close the center, citing reports of abuse. Some news audio on KTRS, courtesy News Channel 5. Here is the KTRS Doppler 5 forecast. All the action in the weather department is going on on the west coast here in the middle part of the country. Just dry and temperatures seasonal for this time of the year. It'll be variably cloudy tonight. Lows in the mid-30s. Light winds. Variably cloudy on Tuesday. Highs near 50 degrees. North winds at 5 to 10. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday partly cloudy with highs in the mid-40s. Sunday increasing clouds. Your high 45. I'm News Channel 5 Chief Meteorologist Cindy Pressler. The Big 550 KTRS. It is 42 degrees at Lambert Field. And that is the news at 6.06. I'm Brian Hellsworth and you're up to date. Midwest Bank Center. You've never seen a bank that looks like CSI Miami at a special time. Tonight starting at 9.30 on KMOV Channel 4. Hi everybody, Dan Deardorff here for the Smokehouse Market. Specialty Food Magazine recently announced its rating of the country's top retailers for 2004 and the Smokehouse Market was named one of the top seven retailers in the United States. That is no surprise to anyone here in St. Louis who frequents the Smokehouse Market. Jane and Tom Sainert have done an A-plus job of making this city proud. Go to the Smokehouse where they've got 300 different wines they're ready to enjoy and take home. 350 different cheeses, if you can imagine that, both artisanal and farmstead. Their master butchers will create whatever it is you want from behind the meat counter. All sorts of different olive oils. How about a sandwich from the deli? Every one of them made fresh where they've got soup, salads, and all sorts of catering. Don't forget their gift baskets. A gift basket from the Smokehouse Market, I'm going to tell you, will send them over the top. And, of course, right next door, Annie Guns, listed as one of Zagat's top... But you'll have to act quickly because, just like poor Mr. Taylor, this offer won't last long. 
Ultimate Electronics. Discover the ultimate experience. Need extra cash for home improvements, college tuition, or an upcoming summer vacation? Call American Equity Mortgage now to consolidate your debt into one low monthly payment. Call 314-878-9999. Lou Fuse Ford of Chesterfield, part of the largest network of dealerships in St. Louis, right off Highway 40 near the airport. Or visit www.fuse.com. The Big 550, KTRS St. Louis. This lady died over the weekend at the age of 61. And this is one of the most beautiful country songs ever, I think. Sammy Smith. Take the ribbon from my hair. into a certain rendition of a song and, and nothing else ever is quite the same. Sammy Smith, 61. Do you know this song and Sunday Morning Coming Down? Oh, good one. Me and Bobby McGee. Chris Christopherson was a great, I mean, a yeah. great songwriter, but he had to screw his life up by going to Hollywood mm -hmm. and becoming a horrible actor. I yeah. mean, he was terrible. He was like Elvis, you know. Yeah. What is it with those guys who can't just take their take royalty check yeah. and keep writing? Does he still write? Has he written anything uh, he, recently? He may, you know but uh, I don't know it. You know, and a guy like that, or even Mac Davis, they yeah. had the ones they did write were such huge hits. They will never starve. I mean, no, they will get no. royalty checks, big ones, for the rest of their lives. And Sammy's wrapping it up here. We need Davey back. Yes, yeah. we do. Davey needs to be back on the air. All right, it's 14 after 6, Big 550, Reggie McDaniel is on the way. Have to save this for tomorrow. This is too good to just gloss over here out in the San Mateo County. These two employees, these women, who filed a lawsuit because their boss wanted them to show their breasts to Coco the gorilla. This is a great story. And they wouldn't? No. I guess they don't care about animals, Terry. No. Animal haters. I guess they just don't love animals. And I mentioned to uh, Terry off the air, I, I watched a little of the footage of one of these women with this gorilla. Gorillas, even more than chimpanzees, are amazing to me because they're frighteningly close to humans. 
you know, when, when you watch a gorilla cross its legs and fold its arms, or they'll hand it a little doll and it'll cradle it like a baby, uh, they'll mimic your actions. Mm -hmm. I mean, they do everything except talk. You know exactly what they're thinking as they sit there and, like, look around and go, uh. And they know what yeah, you're thinking. Yeah, Especially yeah. when they look at you. What is yeah. it, like 99% so of the DNA? There's is a, it's real close. It is very close. I'm telling you, the only thing missing is the talking. Because yeah. otherwise, they're very close yeah. to, well, especially Robin Williams. He's got a lot of hair. Yeah. They're yeah. very close to Robin Williams. And, and you'd think if a parrot can talk, that a gorilla with lips and teeth oh. and a tongue could mm -hmm. make mouth some words. If well, a parrot could do it. If there was ever an argument for evolution, I guess that would be it. Right? Yeah. And, and you get into, you know. I know. Yeah, slippery slope with people who, uh, who don't. Creationism. But it really yeah. does make you wonder, man, uh... They are very close. What happened to keep them from becoming one of us? I mean, they the, everything about the Dan Gene. Yeah. <laughs> they branched off back what? in that. Uh, like, How uh, can you talk if you uh, haven't got a brain? No. Fifty thousand years ago. Can, can a gorilla be trained? And I would think they could to sit on the pot and go to the urinal. Oh, I don't know. I would, I would think so, because... But how come there's no trained gorillas? I, I don't know of any trained gorillas. You never see them in the circus? No. You Maybe don't. their behavior is too unpredictable. Are gorillas the ones that sling their... Well, they all do. That, that's <laughs> mainly monkeys. Yeah. yeah, and if you were behind bars, you'd probably sling your... Sling your in fact, humans do that in prison. Well, they sling doo-doo. Well, Terry, yeah. you've been behind bars. Well, you sling your doo-doo? Yes. I sling my doo-doo in St. Charles County. <laughs> I, but, uh, that's a good question. How come they're not in the circus? I mean, if an elephant can get up on a ball, and, and yeah, yeah. You know, why can't they put a gorilla up on a ball? Yeah, or, or tigers, tigers, yeah. and lions. Or are they why in a different gorillas? protected category, and maybe they can't be anywhere but a, a zoo with certain standards? I don't know, but no. chimpanzees do it. How about oh, the, I know. How about the news this last three days when they showed that liger? Did you see oh, that? Yeah. Where they bred a tiger and a lion. This yeah. thing is huge. It's like a huge tiger. And Whoa. the guy, the trainer, the footage that I saw. Now, I'll try to describe this to you because it's it's picture. You've seen a tiger's mouth open. Well, you've seen a lion's mouth open. Well, this is a combination of the two. They call it a liger. And its mouth is open full. And those teeth are like seven inches long. And this guy mm -mm. has his face mm -mm. in that tiger's face. But his head's not in its mouth. But he's biting the tiger's, the liger's lower lip. His mouth is completely over the liger's lower so. lip, nibbling, biting down on it. Now, does he do that full time or does he have a job other than... Uh, let me look. That guy's getting When I'm not biting the lip of the liger, I'm doing my... Well, it says, well, I... I was doing before I got fired. I was a hick FMD. Oh, yeah, wow. that, that that. But when I saw him bite that thing, I thought, you know what? If that liger decides, you know what? I'm just about had it. With you. One crunch, and that guy's head's off. And we, we don't have any film like that, do we? Or at least we've never seen it. Of biting oh, head off. Oh, yeah. Just biting some, one of those wise guys' heads off. <laughs> they almost deserve it. Yeah. yeah. When you start sticking a chair in the oh, face, if I were a yeah. tiger or a lion, and you're sticking the chair legs at me... And you've been whipping them with a whip yeah. for the yeah. last 20 yeah. minutes. There's going to come a day when I'm going to go, okay, yeah. bring it, come on, bring it on. I'm tired of going through the fire. Bring room. that chair back one more time. Yep. And I'm going to take your head off.
It, it was a what an amazing creature, though those big cats. Oh, mm. the paw. You, you want to hug them? I mean, oh. this guy was hugging on it, biting its lip, and they're so soft. Yeah. But boy, powerful! Look at those paws and look at those teeth. I know. They're and still I mean, ligers. They're still ligers and tigers and lions. Oh my! <laughs> they really are. I'm going to personally invite uh, Bob to head up to Johnny Landoff Chevrolet because Bob called and went into some kind of hissy fit earlier about. He didn't. Everybody who bought anything uh, foreign was a traitor. I believe is the way he put it. You're a traitor yep. if you buy foreign-made things. And I mentioned Johnny Landoff Chevrolet, and I don't think he had a problem with that. I think he was okay with uh, with Chevrolet. I called Joe Beanie Saturday because I was in the mood to drive stuff, <laughs> and I wanted to drive a Corvette, and they didn't have one to drive. And that doesn't surprise me, because they don't get a lot of Corvettes, and when they get the new ones, I'm sure they're gone. you got to kind of get in there quick, and I, I kind of missed the window. So I'm going to watch for the next opportunity, and I, I'd love to just take that thing for a for a test drive. And here's the thing I like about the Landolf, too, and you probably have heard this on their commercials, where they say, they want you to come out and take a test drive, not just around the block, but if you're really interested and you really want to decide if this is the, the fit for you, this vehicle, just take it for for the day. And that's not uncommon there, where they just kind of turn you loose with a Silverado or an Avalanche or whatever it is you're interested in, Malibu, Impala. It is a very, very comfortable and easy place to deal with. And, and you get the feeling that... You know, they're really not interested in marble floors and chandelier showroom. They do own their building and lot. They're proud that they do. And the fact that it's paid off, it may not be the, the newest or the fanciest, but, but that really isn't what matters. What matters is, how's the selection? How do I get treated? And what's the reputation and the history of this place? And it's a pretty impressive one. And I still say that if you are in the market for a pickup truck especially in the market for just a work truck, an entry-level, good, solid, beautiful Silverado, I don't know where you're going to go and get a better deal where they're going to work harder to put you behind the wheel of it than Johnny Landoff Chevrolet, where they love radio. Thank goodness God bless them, and we love people that love radio. Over the years, you don't see them on television, you hear them on the radio. So thank them for making this show possible and radio possible. By making your next Chevy purchase at Johnny Landolf Chevrolet, Washington Elizabeth exit off 270-837-1800. By the low overhead way, of course, that's a 314. Let's go to Denver, Colorado. Monday night at 622, we're going to Denver to check in with Reggie McDaniel. He is brought to you by Metro Lighting. Six stores, 30-plus years, great prices, great accessories, great selection, and experts, lighting experts to help you make your decision, Metro Lighting. Hey, Reggie, how are you? I'm doing great, Frank. How are you doing? Pretty good. So they caught that, uh, that uh, they had that big manhunt. They caught that guy, right? Right. They caught him. Brent. Jay Brent. Yeah, Brent Ooh. Brent. They caught him? Yeah, they yeah. did. Brent. Yeah. What a piece of scum this guy is. Really? Oh, uh, yeah. And what made it so bad, they did a story on a police officer who originally called him 20 years ago, the female, and she's retired, but she had kept his original case because she said she had a feeling she was going to be hearing from him again. Oh. Wow. Pretty scary. Hey, yeah. Reg, I went and saw um, Because of Winn-Dixie over the weekend. Oh, you What'd did? you think? I thought... 
it was great. And I thought it was like a notch below my dog Skip, which I loved my dog Skip. Ooh, that's pretty big. big. And I thought it was just like, don't you agree? I agree. Yeah. I felt there's my dog Skip. Yeah. And then there's Because Win Dixie. Right, yeah. I'm, I'm but they're close. I'm going to see it, it was now. good. I'll go see that. It is extremely good. You put any movie... And the little girl is from Denver. Oh, she was... You know oh, she's she darling. She was excellent mm-hmm. in this movie. You put any movie even close to my dog, Skip, I'll go see it. Yeah. This one was very, very good, Frank. You'll enjoy it. So right. will your entire family. What do you have you today? You can take anybody from grandkids to grandparents. All right, what do you have today? I have a movie today called Nobody Knows. Nobody knows the trouble I see. Nobody knows but Jesus. Nobody knows the trouble I see. Nobody knows but Jesus. I don't know about you, Reggie, but that sounds kind of racist to me. Sing a second part for me. Nobody knows the trouble I see. I can sing. Nobody knows my sorrow. Nobody knows the trouble I've seen. Glory, hallelujah. Uh, old Man River. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you could do Old Man River. Yeah, I did. I used to do that when the Temptations was big. We uh, we was always singing all the Temptations songs, and they did a rendition of Old Man River that'll bring tears to you. Hey, what? Who's the who's the famous guy uh, from, oh. from the from the play uh, that had the cane pole going yeah, down the river? Yeah, yeah. Who, who, who was uh, that in the movie? Tremendous voice. Well, I mean, uh, big baritone voice. Yeah. Nobody knows who the trouble is. Uh, uh, the one who did the showboat was Paul Robeson. That's it. That's, That's it. it. Paul Robeson. Yeah. Old Man River. That old man. That's a great Paul song. Robeson was extremely mm. talented. Why aren't you guys asking me to sing Mammy Little Baby Love Show? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Wow. <laughs> you know what's funny? Hey, far. you know what's funny to me? That when yeah. I was a little kid down south in music class, we sang. Well, sure you did. Yeah. Mammy yeah. Little Baby yeah. Love Shouting. I think we all did. Mammy Little Baby Love Shouting. Well, not all of us. No, what we well, did, some we, of us did. We, we did. even had it in St. Louis. We, one of the big uh, segments of our music uh, instruction was the songs by Stephen Foster. Mm-hmm. And he did yep. a lot of that uh, old Kentucky home. Mm-hmm. And what was that, Camp Town Races? Yeah. And what was that one? He wrote where, that. Swanee yeah. River. Oh, yep. la, la, something. How my heart grows weary far from the old folks at home. Yep. All the world is sad and lonely everywhere I roam. Oh, darkies, how my heart grows weary. Far from the old folks. You are some messed up white people. It's a, it's a famous song. It is. All right, back to Nobody Knows. Nobody Knows is the story of these four kids um, and their mother. They're living in a small apartment. And, uh, in fact, the mother's real poor. She's so poor that the landlord don't even know. Well, it's five kids, but the landlord doesn't know three of them even exist. Mm. She didn't hear three of them from them. They've never gone wow. to school. They just stay in the apartment. One day, the mother leaves, and she leaves a note and a little bit of money, and the oldest son has to take care of the kids. Oh, how old is, is, this he? is not the Is this not the movie about the guy who went his whole life and never met one single person? No, that's knows nobody. Nobody knows. How old's the oldest boy? He's about nine or ten years no. old. That's old. And uh, the rest of them are even younger. And the story is so sad. Um, the, they have their own world that they exist in with their own set of rules. 
But then they, once mom leaves and they run out of food at the house, they have to confront the real world. Mm. And that's where it gets sad and and catching the loyalty to each other that they have uh, is so touching. But the hopelessness that they have in succeeding in the world uh, is just so staggering, yet they succeed. I'm going out on a limb. I say foreign film. Uh, I, I, it I, is yeah, so sad. Is it, is it foreign? What do you mean by foreign? Well, art film, it's subtitle. It's place from other than the United States of America. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you're right. Uh, it's Japanese. Yeah. Japanese. Yeah. You know who we should language. take to see this? Hmm. We should take Bob to see this. Yeah, foreign. Yeah. He'd love that. Yeah. Yeah. But subtitle? it is so good. Is it subtitled? Uh, yeah, it is. Uh, you know what? We're not interested in no. it. You no. are smart. Oh, I like it. Nobody knows. I like it when they dub it in and their mouths keep moving when the... This is this not the story of the guy that you could punch in the face and he never bleeds? No, that's no bloody nose. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you. <laughs> Isn't there one that starred Jimmy Durante? Yeah, we're not interested in this. How many ARDs? I gave this three and a half. Damn. Oh, man. Oh, the Oh. Oh, yeah. Here they, here they come. All right, Dan. All right, Dan. All right, Dan. All right. Not interested. <laughs> not, we're, 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 without, we're without culture. And we, and we admit it, and uh, Ooh, excuse me. we're not... What, what happened? What happened? I uh, got to choking on some yogurt. Did you yeah, cut the yogurt? yogurt. See, I'm trying right. to lose yeah, weight. I'm trying to get in shape for when I come to say chicken flavor. I got to get down in shape and... You know, because there's a lot of ladies in St. Louis. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. And they're waiting for you, right? And can, too. Oh, yes, yeah. sir. Is she not a lady? That's what I'll take you the way you are, Ridge. All right, good. <laughs> I think he was coughing and let one fly. That's what all I right, mean. Dan, or in this case, all right, then. All right, Dan. All right, Dan. All right, Dan. All right, Dan. Oh, bye, Ridge. We don't go for some time. Go back here. That's too hard. Not the rest of y'all. That's too much work going to movie trying to look and read at the same time. I don't want to read. I don't want to read anything. I, I don't want to read. read. I want to read. I wouldn't be going to the movies. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. I'd be reading. You don't want to do both. Yeah, you sicko. Too bad. It started off sounding. I know. Out. Well, at least out of it, we got uh, Dan's recommendation for uh, what's it called? Because of Win Dixie. Because of I can never remember anything but the Win Dixie part. Yeah, Win Dixie's all you need to know, but it's because of Win Dixie. Because of Win Dixie. All right. Because of McDonald's, you can observe Lent, have great tasting fish. Filet o fish. Filet o fish. If you haven't had one for a while, it's a good time to get reacquainted with it. Crispy fish fillet, American cheese, special tartar sauce, mm. steamed bun. Mm. Delicious. And if you love breakfast, and, and it's better when you go out and get it than it is at home. Don't ask me why. Here's a quick, neat, not messy, easy-to-eat product that's called a McGriddle. And I think they've been out for, I'm going to guess, about a year this, to me, one of the great additions to the menu at McDonald's. Two hot griddle cakes with a taste of maple syrup baked into the griddle cake. And in between those two griddle cakes, you can have bacon, egg, and cheese. You can have sausage, egg, and cheese. I get just a sausage McGriddle, and I put grape jelly in it. I, I get a piece of sausage between, and I get the little packet of jelly, but grape jelly, and it's like... Uh, Sausage biscuit to me with jelly, except it's McGriddle and it's even better. So check that out if you haven't yet. And of course, the new chicken selects are a big, big hit at McDonald's. There you go. Went pretty fast. But we'll have another three and a half hours tomorrow.
So please join us. Till then, have a great Monday evening, everybody. You've got a friend in me. You've got a friend in me. When the road looks rough ahead and you're miles and miles from your nice warm bed. If you had it to do over again, would you do it the same way? I reckon I would. I'd say that was a pretty successful broadcast. Is this a happy ending or a sad ending? It's an ending. That's enough. We'll catch you next time. Why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? Thank you for coming. I'll see you in hell. Please come again. Go on. Leave. Get out. Next. I am just a figment of your imagination. Good night, ladies. Good night, sir. You do get lost now, here. Good night, Danielson. Hasta la vista, baby. Well, gentlemen, no point in hanging around this dump any longer. Okay, love you, bye-bye. I do wish we could chat longer, but I'm having an old friend for dinner. Bye. Well, I hope you folks enjoyed yourselves. Catch you later on down the trail. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go. I'm out of here. All right, thanks for calling. And now for something.